Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. As faithful purveyors of our own opinions, You Hate Movies returns with our annual top ten lists. From indie joints to summer blockbusters, critically acclaimed and critically reviled, things we loved and things we may have loved or hated, we're not sure. Here are our top ten movies of 2018. We've done our best to avoid spoilers, but minor or abstract spoilers may follow the movies mentioned. There are, however, certain spoilers for Sorry to Bother You, Game Night, Tully, First Reformed, and Hereditary. 2018 was a year of movies, guys. It was a year that movies came out and were released into movie theaters and onto streaming platforms and video on demand. Did you guys realize that? Yeah, we went and saw them. Patrick, did you go see movies in 2018? I did. Uh, Abby Porter is also on the show. Did you? I I I saw some. In fact, we're going to find out that you saw more movies than than usual for Abby Porter. I did. Quite a lot? Yep. In the (laughs) wow, she's already exciting. You know what's uh, different about this year than last? Any any years ever? (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) The the eight at the end. This this is the well. This year was different than any other year in history because this was the year of MoviePass. Right. That's uh, right. Unprecedented yeah. access to theaters. We had unfettered access to movies or at least quasi unlimited movie well, until access the summer. in 2018 for much of 2018. Yeah. Um this was the year that Abby saw more movies in the theater than she has previous years. Um Matt Hughes, who's also on the show, you saw lots of movies. I did see a lot of movies with movie. Tyler is on the show, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And you saw a butt Uh, ton, a metric uh, butt ton. Am I am I the only one that still has movie pass? I was about to say you must be the last one. I got Cinemia because y'all bought it for me for my birthday. You're You're welcome. welcome. It was amazing. I've already used it. Oh, it's glorious. Yeah. For one of the movies in my top ten, Tyler. Wow. That's how good that birthday present was. Happy birthday, man. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I still use movie pass. You still How? use it? Yeah. How? To see a movie? Yeah. Just, or to just you mean you access the app? <laughs> yeah, I open the app and go, oh, it's all black. <laughs> well, I, I've I've noticed that there's only two theaters in the whole city that still uh, show showtimes available to me. In a major city. In a major yeah. American city. When it used city. to be like 15 in its prime. Right. But they happen to be the two closest to me. Yeah, that works. So... It's great. Well, it's still nice. works for me. Are they, to your house or to are your they work? Kinda, is it still kind of sp- spotty, but their stuff? Well, that doesn't matter to me anymore. <laughs> you just <laughs> go when it's ready? Because I just check into any movie and hand them my card and say, give me a ticket for this movie. Oh, I see. They oh. offer showtimes, period. It's, give so. me, I check into movie X and I say, give me a ticket to movie Y. And because the, the and ticket sl- price is already loaded on the card, it works. They swipe it. They give me my ticket. Oh, my gosh. I feel bad because movie passes. You beat the all. system. <laughs> no kidding. And they don't make you take pictures of the ticket? No. Anymore? Now, movie pass is, has, is degraded so far that they're no longer showing my movie history. So they've allowed, they've allowed me to check into multiple the same movie multiple times. Oh, <laughs> because yeah. they just apparently they're not. You're just trying to see if you they're can not get paying for the storage space anymore to remember which movies I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> they're not asking me to take photos anymore because who's even going to look at them? Right. right. And and uh, <laughs> that dog. They're also Chloe. not allowing Chloe. me to access my billing information in order to cancel. That's the big one. If they can't let you cancel. Then That's you have to do so something, scummy. <laughs> yeah, you should just check into. They're like, movies. well, if I'm trapped, I'm doing something. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. going to. Well, this movie. might do it because MoviePass is a big fan of the show, so there he's probably watching, listening. This is going to be the end of Mr. Yeah, Mr. Kinda. Movie, big Mrs. Pass. Pass They're going to shut me down. Chloe's big watching. Chloe, yeah, the head dog. of marketing. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who doesn't understand the reference, MoviePass at one point sent out a what can only be described as a poorly timed email <laughs> at a the height of their decline. Plea for help. Yeah. There was a picture of a dog, and it said, Hi, I'm Chloe, the head of marketing at MoviePass. We know everyone's unhappy, but it's essentially said, they everyone's said they're having a, a rough time. A rough time. A rough time. time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, rough. I get it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm still riding the, the MoviePass wave <laughs> in right. the theaters. Yeah, good. Uh, it's just, it's you know, the, the seas are a little choppier, if you will. Yeah, so I can, yeah. You're already all metaphor. in on the metaphors, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> Save some movie-related metaphors for the right. list that you make. All right, so this is one of the most, uh, uh, frankly, the episode I look forward to most in the year. I love a good uh, year or annual movie top ten list. I like to read them. I like to see what other people are enjoying. I like to get mad at them and be like, are you freaking kidding me? Hey, and we put, all of us have put in a lot of homework into this, so I hope you guys are appreciating it. And yeah. I mean, at least 20 hours. If all we did was see <laughs> 10 movies, we've done at least 20 hours of behind-the-scenes work. It's true. Yeah, and then, you know, the the you hate, the grand tradition of You Hate Movies top 10 list that's going back several years now is fun because not only do we get to be uh, angry uh, at lists that we read online, we can sit, look at someone in the eyes across from us and hate their list and have them hate our list back or or celebrate each yeah. other's list. And it's a good time, a great way to just, um, you know, celebrate the glory of movies. Right, Burrs? Mm-hmm. I will definitely hate some of your lists. How do oh. you know? I I'm, know? I'm so excited to hear Burrs' list because it's always a delight. Just earlier today, Burrs was saying that she hoped that people weren't too dumb with their lists and i stopped and said well you know it's not necessarily that these i think these are my exact words it's like it maybe it's not that they're dumb it's just that people like different things oh people like what they like yeah, yeah. and she that's said no like no like adam sandler right that's something she said before isn't it people <laughs> like what they like yeah. Yeah. no she loves the movie she loves that's, that's why she should be is. a film lover she's a film Fri- lover friends are friends <laughs> friends are friends no matter how many yeah i feel like anytime you feel like the list gets dumb you should say dumb yeah if you yeah if you could abby's <laughs> audit oh, in real time it's abby's, <laughs> abby's interjections yeah <laughs> last year uh she was particularly infuriated by the inclusion of mother on anyone's top 10 list she uh, hated mother yeah she's a big I hater big mother hater <laughs> 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 so uh, here's what we're gonna do we're gonna offer um in this order the biggest disappointment of the year for us because we're going to get the negativity out of the way before we get to the positivity sure 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 and then um, there will be more negativity as we go <laughs> then there, everyone's allowed two honorable mentions and two only. You know, it's it's actually pretty difficult to make a top ten list, and it's difficult to even pick two honorable mentions, which are essentially your eleven and twelve. If you can't do the math mm-hmm. on that, mm-hmm. Tyler, yeah. check my math on that. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So everyone gets two honorable mentions, and then we get into the top ten proper, and we'll be allowed to critique everyone's list along the way. Then we'll make a short pit stop to call in a special correspondent in Austin and Texas, which is a Big city for movies, so it's important that we get in touch with them. They're uh, a sister city to Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that's, that's what they say. Like this, yeah. I, I, don't s- know I read this are. book the other day, and it was like, our slogan in Austin is keep Austin weird. And I was like, they yeah. came up with it first. Really? We stole it's it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Austin invented that. Better. Portland hijacked it, okay. and people anyway. think it's a Portland but, original. But what a dumb in thing. Portland's defense, homogenized Portland, weird. Portland is it's definitely weirder. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. Austin's we don't, got we some we don't live in Austin. There's not we... a show called Austin. Oh my gosh, Landia. is this you hate Austin or is this you hate movies? I do hate Austin. I it's like, too hot. I like Austin. Oh, okay. I don't know. I tried to get Tyler to go to Austin with me one time. He wouldn't come. He Patrick, wouldn't drive all ride. that way. <laughs> he wouldn't drive ride. for 30 hours nonstop to go to was, someone's wedding like that he didn't know. 50 hours. Yeah, it was a long hey, trip. Not only I that, we were actually there. driving to see our correspondent in Austin. Yeah. And not only, uh, that's not the end of the story. It's actually a lovely story of friendship because Tyler didn't go with us, but he showed up when we left and he filled the car with snacks. Well, it was Patrick's birthday. So, so I, I just, gave him a, I gave just him a, threw candy at him, just I loose him a, Skittles. A brown bag full of cowtails. Yep. yep, it was that one of the more miserable journeys all the way to Austin and back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. All right, so Patrick, to begin, yeah. do you have the total of number the total number of movie twenty eighteen movies that you took in, out of which you're drawing your list? I feel it's important that people understand that we did a lot of work. Mm. You have to see yeah. a lot of crap to uh, get to the good on stuff. On this, the year of Movie Pass, how many films did you see? I saw fifty three. 53 okay. movies. 53 movies. That's a lot. That's more than your average. That's more, more than my average. Movie Pass really helped it. I didn't even think about it until you said that. But that must have really been. Yeah, you're you're breaking great. the movie a week thing. I've got great the, observations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you did. Way to go. 53. All right. So what are, what are your criteria here? Oh, oh great, great. Yeah. Great when question. I do it, uh, the main thing for me is stickiness. Mm-hmm. 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 I appreciate rewatchability and I appreciate uh, the moment of it. Oh, but uh, that, the emotion, that emotional dang, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget the emotional dang. The emotional dang and the stickiness are the two most important things. Can to you uh, explain for everyone who missed that episode the concept of emotional dang? No, they have to go back and find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the archives so, somewhere in one of our over 130 episodes. We it, talk about emotional dang. I think I think it's it speaks for itself. Yeah, does it? Our <laughs> yeah. listeners are smart enough to figure out what we mean. It's like okay. dang. But emotional. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, yeah there it is. Exactly. It. First did it. <laughs> First did it. Abby's on it. That was it. That was Thank it. you. Yeah. So All emotional right. dang stickiness. Most that's that's those are the primary criteria. That's what it gets. That's what it takes to get onto your top ten. So what what does it take to get into your uh, most disappointment? My most uh, for me the most disappointing one is. Well, I'll say it when I get there. I think we're ready. Yeah. Okay, this we're is it. Now's now your time. Okay. My most disappointing is uh, hold the dark. Hold the dark. That's yeah. the green room guy. That's yeah. the green room guy yeah. because what's Jared, that guy's name? Uh, Saulnier. Yeah, yeah. He's got that difficult to pronounce. love. Green room. It's a Netflix release, right? It's a Netflix it release. Was. Well, I was excited for it because I think yeah. that's cool, in a way. And um, Jeremy Saulnier. The premise seemed cool. I like the actors in it, and uh, mm-hmm. I was excited. I was super excited, and I did not like the movie. Because Green Room is an absolute banger. <laughs> it, is, <laughs> you know? it is. As they say. Green Room is a dang and an emotional dang. Yeah, and yeah. it's got the, it's got all the things. It's got the emotional dang, and it's got the uh, the stickiness, <laughs> yeah. and it's got the rewatchability. You want to tell all your friends to watch yeah. it with you. So I've seen it four, four or five times now. So your expectations were just through the roof, and all the dark couldn't yep. get there. Yep, because right. people were all hyping it up before we saw it. Yeah, but yeah. Th- riddle me this though: if had not you had not seen Green Room prior, and someone just said, "Check out Hold the Dark," do you think it would have been less a disappointment and more just like that eh, was kind of interesting little flick? It might have been, but but that's the nature of this this category. That's the nature of it. I left that and still disappointed in that experience. Yep, that's fair. Yep. Um, if you want to cleanse your palate, I recommend for you and all our listeners the movie, his film prior to yes. Green Room, Blue Ruin. Ruin. Yep. 
which is great and really up good. to snuff. And that one guy that's in all his movies is in it. Yeah, he's there. As the main character. Oh, the so dude good. in all his movies is in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is in the movie. He's, he's in weird there. how that works out, huh? I'm still a fan. Whatever he does next, I'll go check it out sure. excitedly. And maybe it'll be my next year's biggest disappointment again. <laughs> <laughs> or your number one. Or my number one. Abby Porter. Mm-hmm. How many two, 2018 movies did you ingest... In the last twelve, on months. this the year of Movie Pass. <laughs> Who, Abby? You got your own Movie Pass I this had year. Movie pass. Oh my gosh! But tell us, how it. many movies did you see in 2017? Remember that? It was like 11. No, it was 15. 15. She saw 15 movies. I think it was 11. No, because no, because I had. She had enough. Uh, she had enough mm-hmm. to make a it list with 13. like two spare. <laughs> yeah, not uh, not a good showing. Yeah. So contrast that with this year's number, which is 29. 29. That's almost double. I like that we had to set it up with how low it was last year because 29 is still not very high. Hey, no, hey, no. No. And most of them were in theaters. Let's see. Well, there you go. Movie Pass. Movie Pass. Rest in peace. A lot of Movie Pass. Rest in peace. Memory of. Okay. What was your biggest disappointment? Yeah, your Uh, criteria. Oh, yeah, yeah. My criteria is similar to Patrick's, but mostly uh, resonance. So I guess that'd be stickiness. Yeah, stickiness. So like, resonance. do I think about it a lot? Am I talking about it a lot? And was it like worth not talking about it? And like that was a piece of junk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my criteria. Nice. Mostly emotional dang. Mostly that emotional yeah. dang. Yeah. And the biggest disappointment, which hit n- neither of those for you, was. Um, this is difficult because there was nothing that I was really excited to see that was a piece of junk, but I did see a piece of junk. Okay. Okay, then based on that standard, what was it? <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's your list. I actually didn't even put it on my count as my... Okay, my describe it to us. This is a fun game. Uh, I think I know where yeah. she's going already. Hold on, I'm trying to think. Oh, The House That Jack Built. The House uh, That Jack uh, Built. The Lars von Trier movie. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you the setup for uh, how I knew that this wasn't going to be a hit with Abby one way or another. She already hates Lars von Trier in concept. She's like, I just hate this guy every time you, because I bring him up from time to time, the interesting antics of mm-hmm. controversial director Lars von Trier. She watched Antichrist with me years ago. That's fine. And, and then uh, this movie had a lot of controversy surrounding it. She's like, I'm going to go online and see if there's like anything in, you know, like the ratings guide that would be particularly appalling and make her not want to watch it. So she reads it for a second. I'm like, well, don't tell me because I don't want any spoilers. She comes back and she goes, yeah, I'll watch it. I'm honestly more offended by the runtime. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's r- super, super, super hard for me to get over him as a director. He's, yeah, he's kind of unabashedly pretentious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just can't. I can't get on board. Okay. Yeah. He's a junk. And boy, oh boy, was he up his own butt <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Whoo. It's a thing. I mean, you kind of got to just got to know that about. Sure. That's that's some th- people's I, thing. I thought it was all right. <laughs> yeah. Pat Patrick. Uh, sorry. Tyler and I. Went back and forth for a while about it because he gave it four out of five, I believe, and yeah. I gave it a two scathing two. And to be honest, really, now I think about it more and more, a one. Oh, oh wow. It lessened. I think it appreciated for me, not exponentially, but it appreciated a little bit. Yeah. That's All right. So moving on then, Matt, is this your biggest disappointment? No, it wasn't. Oh, well, then give it to us. I saw... Give us your criteria. Okay. My criteria is... Um, Less stickiness. It's more just instantaneous in the moment. How did it make me feel? How did I, did I, so the way that I I did my list was I had a running note on my phone 
And every time I walked out of a theater or like the credits started rolling in my house when I was done watching movie, if it could possibly be a contender to my, for my top 10, I would put like a hashtag next to it in my in my list what so all year so i wouldn't need, at the we don't end need your, your, listen, your organization listen this explains you know it you're organizing your Excel listen sheet. to me all right this explains it so then even if it wasn't particularly sticky i could at the end of the year review my list and be like how did i feel in the moment so it's about the ride for you it's the ride man the ride it's the homes. journey yeah, not the destination sense. all right so i saw 61 movies And in this, the year of Movie Pass. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. I tried really hard. And my biggest disappointment was Mandy. Because, man, I thought that thing was going to be righteous. And it was poop tank. I never made it around to see Mandy. Don't bother. And I've got got you you people here in the room who, who just hate it. You all saw it together. It came out hating it. Active dislike for Mandy. But I've got other people that I know. Outside of this room? No, yeah, who, stop it. Who, loved who, who do you know? <laughs> Name one. You can't have other friends? Just sitting around and praising Mandy, and I think, is well, it, what, yeah, what is it? Is so, it so do I. At work, many, many people, and I found the common denominator is either one, they're stupid people, oh, wow. or Ouch. two, or two, they were high when they watched it. I think That's, drugs might be an important That is factor. a huge factor. Mm. Almost everyone I know that... So, obviously, there's a the Venn diagram of people who get high and people who are stupid overlaps a lot. But there are smart people I know who choose to get high, which is a stupid thing they do. But they loved it when they were high. And I'm like, wow, well, I don't I don't. Well, it take seems drugs, like it's, so it's almost know. designed to replicate some Maybe. kind of was, acid yeah. trip. Was there a symbol on your list for all the films you watched high? <laughs> no, because I don't get high. Oh, so it's a no, it's a. What about I get high on movies? That's but right. But I did not get high on Mandy. So really, your hashtag low. mark is the one is for, is for the movies that did get you high. That's right. They got me that endorphin the rush. Emotional bank. That emotional bank. <laughs> emotional bank got me that dopamine high. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Okay, Tyler, how many movies did you see? Uh, uh, in this, the year of Movie Pass. <laughs> I saw 75. Wow. Tyler Hands. But uh, this is also the year I sign up for Amazon Prime. Yo, that's one and a half a week. How the heck have you made it this long? Long lunches. Tyler takes long lunches. Without Amazon Prime. Oh, no. I don't. uh, That's a a weird story. You want an anecdote? Yeah, no. Of course. Let's Uh, leave the. I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. Well, I've always, I've, you know, I'm the kind of person that rebels against trends. Two-day shipping is not enough for me. You know, I'm not interested in that sort of thing, especially if everyone else is doing it. I'm not priming. He's doing but a lot a of convers- gestures that y'all can't <laughs> It's a lot of gesticulation. A conversation came up uh, at some point this year where my wife turned to me one night and my said, we should, get, we should get prime for whatever reason. And I said, all right, fine, get prime. And then about two weeks Amazon later. Fine. About two weeks later, we had been signed up for Prime. And so I said, oh, so you signed up for Prime, right? And she said, no, I didn't. And she said, you signed up for Prime. I said, no, I didn't. But somehow we got signed up for Amazon Prime. Alexa, heard is, you. Is the story ending oh, with you telling us how it happened or you do not? So now we have Amazon about. Prime. I don't know why Thanks or how. Thanks to a computer. But we have it, and I've been enjoying those movies. Yeah, yeah there's a lot stuff. on there. You, don't, you still don't know? I still don't know. Well, that's a weird story. Yeah, it's a weird story. I don't know how we have Prime. I don't even know if we paid for it, but it's there. And uh, oh, you're going to pay for it with your souls. That's yeah. a, the Jeff cost. Prime. Jeff Bezos is going to descend on me. Bezos. He's getting a, a divorce, so he's he going to give four so of his will. Seventy-five to freaking movies. Which among them? It seems like that's a lot of opportunities for disappointment. 
in 75 movies. Yeah, uh, my biggest dipo- my biggest dis- well here here's my criteria. Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah. Whether I liked it, <laughs> sure, that's a fair one. That's important. That's a good, that's a let's good start, start there. Yeah, <laughs> baseline. Uh, <laughs> you know whether whether it, whether or not I liked it, uh, whether or not it it made me uh, it, 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 it made me see the world in a different way. It gave me an experience that I never otherwise would have. You know, it changed the way I see the world. All right. Yeah, well, I'm yeah that's a great. It. That's a great criteria. Or it's just a. Or you were affected, just, in other words. Effective. Yeah, well, affected. So me. an emotional dang. It, it made it. me a better person inside. Mm. Oh, all right. Um, a change of character. <laughs> great. Okay. <laughs> cool. Groundhog uh, Day. And then uh, just there's a lot of movies out there that are really good. I feel like just deserve the. Yeah, you yeah, like you to do that you like to lend credibility right, and to like well made. It's like films. a yes. like our friend uh, our Austin correspondent sometimes says and will say later in this episode some shine. That's some shine you were trying to give yeah, these yeah. projects Sh- show some to celebrate some them for their technical or right uh, right show filmmaking some achievement show yeah. some respect so which did not give meet which one do, didn't you like and honor. did was not well made the and made you worse as a person one of the yeah the, this was a film that I was super hyped on really excited to see all of the evidence proved that it was going to be good rampage source material was fantastic <laughs> director <laughs> was fantastic Jumanji Jumanji last year, oh. but it ended up being a an embarrassment of the source material and just a badly made movie, lazy even. I'm scared to know. Ready Player One. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. That was my other contender for biggest disappointment. So it sucked bad. Yeah, I think that after I saw the trailer, I just lost all the expectations. So right. I wasn't that's disappointed because I just assumed it was going to suck. Yeah, I went yeah. in thinking it would be Dookie Rings, and but it that was. is fair compared to the source material. When I was starting to craft a list of possible disappointments, that was the first one I thought of. But then I thought. I don't know that I, after seeing the trailer and the promotions, I wasn't expecting a ton. I still, Steven Spielberg, though. Yeah. Yeah. I I was going to give him, I was going to afford him the, the, the benefit of the doubt that even sure. if he's changing it, he he can still make it good. Oh yeah, it's Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. But part of part of you thinks, well, it might not be like the book, but how bad a movie can right. Steven Spielberg really make? A exactly. really bad one. War Horse, I guess. <laughs> but the problem was is that I I put the work in. I saw it once and I went, oh, that wasn't great. I said a second time thinking maybe maybe it'll appreciate. It didn't. It got worse. Ooh. Then I tried the third time and I didn't oh even finish gosh. it. I said I can't. Damn, you really put it in previous years. We've discussed. Not biggest disappointment, but biggest ball of crap. And when I thought that that was the criteria we were discussing, Ready Player One was there for me as biggest ball of crap. Honestly, it's, bad. it's a bad movie. And yeah. it has no resonance because I forgot about it. It's yeah. really badly and lazily written. Really bad. Yeah, it's dumb. And it doesn't look good. I know what they were trying to do, but it looks bad. There was one other movie that I actually hated more. This is, I didn't have any expectation for, but I watched it just because, you know. Yeah. I do. I do my due diligence. When I you see, there's something that you should know about me. <laughs> okay, oh here we go. I'm Man, going we into another. We're getting on the mat about talking about his Excel sheets. I'm going into another anecdote here. Uh, uh, when I play Catan. Oh god. <laughs> oh gosh. There's something I hate about this me. Anecdote already. There's something about me that always has to go for longest road, even though it might yeah. not be the best strategy. I'm going for it. Oh my god. And that's gosh. that's what I was doing this year, and I decided. You know what? This terrible movie is available on Prime or HBO or Hulu yeah. or whatever. So I'll watch service. it. So I'm going to watch it. And I watched the 1517 to Paris. 
Oh, that oh, yeah. garbage oh, the one with <laughs> real garbage. <laughs> of course, we knew Terrible. that from the trailer. Clint Eastwood is too old to keep making movies. He's, he's like, like Ridley Scott. Well, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. he's even more elderly than Ridley Scott. I thought maybe there's something to getting the actual people to play themselves, no. but they should not have. I'm there's, sure there was something to it. There, Bad. There's acting, a reason that there are soldiers and there are actors and those are different jobs. But the problem is, is that their acting was terrible, but even the screenwriting wasn't even worth speaking yeah, it's like you can only be so mad at so mad because right. what the material they had to work with it's like i'm not sure you could line you were given oh my gosh garbage oh, all right well, dang i want to see it now. i can't That's believe tough. you watched that i can i appreciate the work you're doing over there yeah. 75 movies what a guy uh, i didn't see 75 movies i saw 50 um i was happy with that in fact i made a list of uh, all the movies that I, you know, I went back through and looked at the long list of everything that came out, and I was like, oh, I definitely want to at least get some of these in. And this is like near the end of the year, you start to go, well, I definitely want to see these. And then I bold the ones that I'm like, these seem like contenders yep. for my top ten list, even though I could be wrong. And I'll start with those. Some of them I'm like, oh man, I'd like to, I would have liked to have seen Red Sparrow, which I know Tyler saw. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. It was all right. It was good. I saw it looked it. interesting to yeah. me, but I was like, Anyone I'm, else see it? I'm not I in a huge it. hurry. No. It's all right. Yeah, right. It's fine. I knew it wasn't going to be in my top 10, so I didn't like scrabble around trying to yeah. find it somewhere. So you know how you, you, yeah. you like organize your values and stuff like that. Uh, and in the process, what usually happens to me is I end up seeing these movies that are like, by the, it's near enough the end of the year that lists are already being published or at the beginning of the year that I'm like, oh, well, dang, everyone's talking about this. And right. you know, I don't make decisions based on reviews per se. But when there's a certain amount of hype, you're like, I want to see what all the talk is about. Sure. And uh, that's usually where I f end up finding both some solid gold and the adverse. Some just, solid just poop. Solid crap. Solid crap. So my list is based on all the things that you guys are saying. I tried to make this one a mixed bag of like, I just liked it. Dang it. You know, like uh, sure. I can't deny yeah. the fact that I just liked it. Yeah. And I, and I watch it again and I would watch it again. Might not be, you know, like I feel you look at a list sometimes and you're like, I feel like this movie should be higher, but I'd be dishonest. Like I liked this one more. Yeah. That's just yeah. what it is. But then I also do a little bit of what Tyler's talking about where I'm like, Man, when I left the theater, I might not have been like, my God, top 10. But I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I was like, actually, it was really impressive. And I like the way that this happened. And it stuck with me more than some of the ones that I left kind of going like, hey, that was really cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's about yeah. how it evolves in your mind after the fact. Mm -hmm. So, so that's it's, it's more right. than just the ride. It's more than just the ride. It's it's how you feel afterward. And then it's the climb. Isn't it? It's the climb, like the song says. And it isn't, isn't it interesting? That yeah, right. Abby sings that sometimes. Isn't it interesting that, in fact, here's a great story. Uh, I didn't know it was a song, and I read an article once that mentioned the song, and I'm like, it's saying something about the climb. Do you know what that is? And Abby goes, oh, it's a great song. And then she sings to me, it's the climb, which apparently is in the song. And I'm like, yeah. are you telling me that, or is that? And she's like, no, that's in the It's funny, though. Cause of course. Right. Yeah. It's the hook. So anyway. If I sing anymore, we'll have to pay for the song. Oh, right. Thanks. That's important. Mm. Yeah, I think that's important that it's not just uh, the ride because isn't it funny that you can come out of a theater being like, hey, that was really cool. I enjoyed it. I don't really have much bad to say about it, but then you forget it. And yep. then you realize after the fact, it was like, it was good, but like, I don't think I'll rush to watch it, it again. It was fleeting or like cotton candy. Exactly. And then other movies that are a little bit more difficult <laughs> to swallow after the fact, you're like, I don't know. I'm still thinking about, you know, that kind of thing. Like you a Thanksgiving think. dinner. 
Except they have metaphors. Okay. <laughs> metaphors. Lots of them. <laughs> right. All right. So what is it? Uh, oh, my yeah. my biggest disappointment was also the house that Jack built. But I because I actually expected it to be uh, amazing. I don't know that I expected it to be amazing. Horrifying. And ready for Antichrist? Yeah, a talking know, fox. The thing about Antichrist volume one. is Antichrist is obviously you know over the top and wild and all that, but it's also it's just a deeply affecting movie. Sure. For me, I was just like, what am I seeing? This is weird and bizarre, and so I was like, at the very least, we're in for a wild ride. That's what I thought, um, and I did think that it would be a little more shocking, but that's not necessarily what I was in for. I was kind of relieved, to be honest. No, I was there for that. <laughs> for <laughs> the shock value. I was really annoyed. I don't know why people walked out at cans. Like, what's wrong with them? The bunch of wimps? I don't, I don't know. People, you know, they get offended by things. Like, don't be a film critic if you don't like watching things that you don't like. So I do want to point out that it. I ended up uh, dissatisfied upon completion of the movie, and then later, after some conversation through text and processing in my mind, I was like, I think I liked it more than I thought I did. Because I convinced you. Yeah, you were you were helpful in working yeah. out my emotions about the movie. I'm the Thank one that figured that. it out the yeah, most. Film therapist. Yeah, mm. you were doing some. Yeah, work you said a bunch of stuff. But I was I thought that like you know especially when I was seeing headlines about the fact that it was a movie about art and depression and all this I was like wow this sounds really interesting and in America in America so that was my biggest disappointment. Are we ready to get into the uh, uh, the good honorable stuff? Mentions. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Patrick, your honorable mentions. Two movies. Your eleven and twelve. Good enough to be mentioned, but not good enough for the top ten. Right. My first one. I just gotta uh, throw some shine. I right. like this. We don't know this if we're using the expression yeah, right. This is how we're going to do it, though, no? Yeah. I've got to throw some shine because <laughs> when I watched uh, I'm sure Black Mirror's Bandersnatch, right. yeah. oh. it was my first honorable mention. I, I, I think we should do a, an episode dedicated to Bandersnatch. We should. Because I want to I want to have an argument of whether or not Bandersnatch qualifies as a as a film. Well, well it's on being the, promoted uh, and yeah. titled as a feature film. Yeah. It's not For a TV that. show. So we won't yeah. get into it's the details third, of it. It's a third thing. Yeah. It's a third thing. The reason I, I put it here is because the experience was super fun. Mm. I really enjoyed it. And I just thought it was just really impressive how they pulled it off. And I liked, yep. I just liked it. But it's it really, really good. Yeah, It's really good. I like that they didn't just make a choose-your-own-adventure game. They made the choose-your-own-adventure be Yeah, more, it's woven into the narrative. It's more than a gimmick. It is part of the narrative. Right. Yeah. And the water cooler talk... After yeah. the movie was insane. It was just everywhere. People were like, what? What did you yeah. get? How did you get there? They're still being there? uncovered. Yeah. yeah. Now, right. I, mean, I just saw an article impressive. two days ago about a different secret. And it's ending. just super solid from the ground up. Yeah. Like gimmicks aside, I even told Abby, I was like, "This is really interesting. I'm glad they did it this way. It's really innovative." Part of me would have just liked to watch it as a traditional film. Sure. It would have been just to satisfy. I mean, it's hard yeah. to mess with Black. Mirror. It's good. Really good. Black, I love Black sugar Mirror. puffs. I like that they were in there. <laughs> I went with flakes. Black Mirror really brings the hits, though. Mm-hmm. They do. That's true. Yeah. I like to argue that it shouldn't be thought of as a TV series, but a film anthology. It's not unfair. Uh, yeah, they don't They don't meet the runtime. Well, sometimes they do. They yeah, have at least feature, two episodes. Feature film runtime is shockingly short to be considered a feature. It's like 40 minutes. No. It's, it's like 70. By the okay. by, the academy. All right, let's stop fighting. All let's right, stop right. fighting. My second honorable. We mention. don't do that on you hate movies. We don't fight. <laughs> That's funny because we. Yeah, we yeah, do. we argue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is Roma? Mm-hmm. Another Netflix movie. But Netflix man. Yeah, the year of Netflix. Yeah, and uh, and it's I. Your movie pass, but it's kind of funny because Netflix had all the 
They're just at home. You don't need to go to the movies. Yeah, and they 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 do a lot of really good movies. And I cannot believe they got this uh, this director's movie, Alfonso. Alfonso, Cuero. yeah. Because if you've heard any of our episodes, we're huge fans of this Oof, guy. Man, I yeah. love that. Our guy. only episode of Masterpiece Theater. Is yeah, the Alfonso Corin? Have we only done one masterpiece? Yeah, yeah. Children of Men. Children of Men. Well, that's our new Go year's listen resolution. to us. We'll do more. Celebrate. <laughs> we have yeah. another short list of masterpieces. Yeah. So I love Roma. I thought it was. Uh, it looked awesome, and it was. Uh, the story was very affecting to me. So I thought Roma it was, really cool. was great. Surprisingly really good. good. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's uh, undersells itself in its promos. Mm-hmm. It does, but Netflix really doubled down the day Quite it came out. The whole yeah, the whole thing was, was black, like black and white. Yeah, yeah, and it was rightfully so. It was a great movie. And we noticed that, you know, one of my major complaints about Netflix is that when credits begin, it immediately grabs you by the nape yeah. of your neck and rubs your head in an advertisement. You're right. like, God, dog, can I see the credits right. for it makes one the credits second? tiny in the top left corner. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. Me I, too. I loathe that. It's awful. And in Roma, they play through to the good total complete end time. Of the well That's good because you don't want to see like Adam Sandler's new stand uh, yeah. pop up. Right. right. Hey, yeah. that new. Si- that's funny, though. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, maybe yeah, I want to see a resonant Adam Sandler lover. And speaking Ex-lover. of which, yeah, yeah. Oh, what? Excellent. Lover, weird. It's <laughs> like that thing in Game Night. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions are Hold the Dark. Oh, whoa! Patrick shaking his head. Yeah. You were complaining about it when we saw this thing. Stickiness. <laughs> it's not a good stickiness. I remember. That's it. End of argument. A wolf. No, I thought it was. Uh, I was captivated, I will say. It was like edge of my seat type of wild ride. Mm-hmm. And it looked beautiful. He did deliver on the violent spectacle. It's true. Yep. yep. And it looked pretty. It was like It was really awesome cinematography. Sure, yeah, it was all white like you like. Yep. Um, so that was, <laughs> you know, weird. on there. And then Deadpool 2. <laughs> Deadpool 2 as an honorable mm-hmm. All right. Okay. That was, that was solid. I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Matt Hughes, you got some honorable mentions. I do. I've got two. One is you were never really here. It's a great time. Joaquin great. Phoenix, phenomenal. I don't know. Great time is the way to yeah, describe no. that. Yeah, it, it was a, a good times. movie. A good movie <laughs> that was really difficult to get through. And my other honorable mention is uh, Paddington Two. <laughs> Paddington 2 That's is really delightful guys, <laughs> Paddington very, 2 How very British of you pa- no, no, just It's nice to watch something that is just wholesome From beginning to end And every time my kids want to watch something I'm like, yo, what about Paddington 2 again? You sure. know, Paddington 2 If if ever there was a movie that fits the criteria Of that popular expression A feel-good movie yeah, Paddington 2 It's okay. fantastic It's designed to fill you with it's a sequel better than the Charm original, which is always a treat. Did you see it, Tyler? No, I haven't seen it. Well, what? hey, <laughs> out of those 75, <laughs> I didn't it's see on it. HBO Go, man. You can watch it for no, free. Yeah, Netflix. I could watch it. Is it? Yeah, it's not on Netflix. Nah, HBO Go. I've got a whole is. selection of streaming services. They just keep I got Blue Rally available to Paddington, too. Your kids worth, will love it. It's very charming. It's so it. good. Okay. That's a good Domino good please mention. So I could ask them to make a top ten list. I'd probably be in there somewhere. Paddington two ten times. We did hey. ask Beck, and he said the Grinch. Mm. Yeah, um, you know the uh, no Beck. It's oh, funny wait, that the you new said. Grinch? Yeah, oh. it's funny that you say. Or Tyler says how very British of you because earlier this evening our kids were watching Peter Rabbit, and I was just looking over their shoulders at this stupid freaking movie. Oh, that James Corden Peter Rabbit, yeah. the new one. I won't. They're watch all it. like dance, how, dancing to Rancid at one point mm-hmm. in a house party and making these like modern references, and I was like. Compare this to Paddington 2. Paddington 2 just seems like 
a class act of filmmaking compared to how janky and goofball. Well, anything James Corden touches nowadays is just going to be trash. How anti But Donald you know? Gleason is also in it. Yeah, he was funny. I, I actually laughed him. at him in it. Okay, Tyler, Tom honorable man. mentions out of that freaking 75. <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to be ready. You're not ready for these ones. Uh one's my first honorable of. mention is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, that movie was not good. The, it's this bizarre <laughs> western <laughs> anthology. No. And <laughs> I found it Matt said no. I'm I found sorry. it to be so great and charming. What? I really That's on a lot it. of people's list. Panshot yeah. I have like I have a soft spot for the Coen Brothers, and sometimes they really hit hit out of the park. I don't know why I'm doing baseball metaphors. Sometimes <laughs> they're such do, a man. Sometimes they do very well with their filmmaking. Sometimes they slide in the third. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's yeah. way out of left field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes they don't they don't do so well. But each of these like this short movie. each of these short stories from the Wild West were great. I loved them. I, I haven't seen it. it. Nah, fam. All right, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, my second honorable mention is Suspiria. Yeah. Some about that movie that was really great, and then a lot of things that were just terrible. So that's why it earned an honorable. Yeah, mention it's a, spot. it's an interesting one. I'll give you that. Like the stickiness mm-hmm. is it's very sticky. Suspiria had some really high highs mm-hmm. and some low lows. Yep. Uh, so I couldn't do much better than that. But I really, what I did enjoy, it was a good time. All right. I actually agree, which is why Suspiria is actually uh, one of my honorable mentions. Oh. oh. What a great transition. Yep. Yeah. That was a nice segue. Uh, and in fact, I can't think of a movie I saw this year that had a <laughs> uh, the same kind of wild oscillation between high highs and low lows. Mm-hmm. So much of Suspiria was like, to me, like this is so awesome. Astounding. In fact, yeah, for the first half hour or so of the movie, I was like, this is going to be the best thing we see this year. And then it starts to take a turn where you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. And then, and then several long drawn out sequences of the movie. You're like, I think I'm finished. <laughs> and then it suddenly will pull you back in and <laughs> yeah. you'll be like, Whoa, my God, what is that? Yeah. And, uh, I left more upset about the low lows, but then over the next couple of weeks, I kept thinking about those high highs and being like, are we crazy? Was it awesome? <laughs> I can't maybe. figure it out in my it's head. Like they were so close. Yeah, maybe we need to see it again. But we we've over the years have have talked about doing our own our own director's cut of some of these movies that have potential that didn't do it. I feel like Suspiria is the one that we should probably try and take on. Let's do yeah, our okay. own. Yeah. you it's hate movies cut on Suspiria. So we'll cut out thirty off. minutes and it'll be an yeah. amazing movie. I think yeah, you really could. It has enough awesomeness in it that I was like, I have to, I have to mention it because yeah. some of it I, I'm still thinking about now. Yep. And then my other honorable mention was A Star Is Born. Yeah, yeah, man, I liked it. You loved it. I remember when you went to see it. You constantly did an impression of Bradley Cooper. I did for like two Bra- solid weeks. Bradley yeah. Cooper was great in this movie. It was. I, I, I found that it ticked those boxes for me. It had the emotional dang. I, I found it extremely entertaining. All the reasons that people are up in arms about it. Performances really engaging. They had lots of chemistry, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's a certain Probably amount Dracula. of like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's a certain amount of predictability and stuff there. But mm-hmm. it's funny that I, the first time I saw that trailer, I was like, this movie looks freaking stupid. And then I saw the trailer again and I was like, Haha, that. And then I saw the trailer again. They were really promoting it for a while. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I think I kind of want to see it now. And then the next time I saw the trailer, I was like, dang, man, I got to get to the theater <laughs> for A Star is Born. It started to seem more and more intense. And actually, it was a very intense flick. Yeah, I, I agree. The performances were great. Um, 
Lady Gaga's acting, her whole thing just it didn't. Lady Gaga, I didn't get it. I didn't. It wasn't there. People, people look back at it and go, "Man, Lady Gaga was phenomenal." I just don't see it. Bradley, I didn't see it at all. So I don't Bradley Cooper, yeah, me great. neither. <laughs> I've never seen any of the four different versions of that movie. I don't yeah. even know what it's about. You should see it. It's if you've very, seen the trailer. You could probably guess the, yep. the whole thing. I, I guess might. there's a singing girl and a singing boy, and he makes her famous, and they fall in love, and yeah. then don't end up together. And they both That's really sing, so it was like... Yeah, it, it had a lot of music. Me, it made me want to see the Judy Garland and Barbara Streisand Ugh. versions. No. <laughs> well, no, old. I'm sorry. No, Bert you can't, no. You can't watch like movies before 1978 <clears throat> in this house. No. Anyway, those were a struggle for me. I just want everyone to know I really struggle with the honorable mentions and number 10. Yeah, me too. That's the hardest part of the list, I think. All right, now we're getting ready. Are you guys ready for the official list? Yeah, Tyler, you you finish writing your list. I'm done. Objective top 10 list of the year. Take us there, Patrick. Patrick, Yeah, number 10. So, you know, when you make your list, if if you're like, well, Tyler can relate, you kind of feel like, even on the way here, I was looking at it, like wanting to move stuff around. And then at some point, I'm like, done. And you just right, you just re- got to walk away. Regardless of what I hear on the way to yeah. this podcast, to yeah. the you know, studio, I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. All right, so my number 10 is because I just really had a lot of fun with it. It's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. All right. We did a whole podcast on it. It had some goofs, but I still thought it was a lot of fun. Did you, did you just watch it again after the theater? I haven't watched it again after oh. the theater yet. I, f- I feel as though it gets better, so maybe you, you would like it even more. Maybe yeah. it would have gone up. Josh, Josh tweeted about it, and Colin Trevorrow said, said thank you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He did. You know, sometimes I think to myself, uh, fan of the show. I know for sure these yeah. these filmmakers and actors are looking at their crap on social media, especially they're, when they have projects out. In the they're back. laying in bed at midnight with the blanket over their head, reading tweets, yeah, yeah mentions, hashtags. I wish it wasn't the case, but probably a lot of them of are. Money. And there's so much just morons on the internet being like, especially if have you guys ever gone like to the Rotten Tomatoes app? And they have two columns, the actual critic, you know, the tomato meter, and then they have yep. the, the user scores. Yep. And without fail, the user scores sound like this. One star, literally worst movie ever see. I walk out halfway. <laughs> and then the rest of them, five star, so good, he hot, I watch again. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how. So I'm like, this is what these people are seeing from the moviegoers. Right, that. I'd like to say, try to say something. What would I like to hear if I was? You want to, you want to raise the 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 bar the on standard these conversations. Of audience yeah, well, like be a little glimmer of light in that guy's day to say, like, well, this guy seems to have liked it, and he's not just saying something right silly about it. And apparently, he did. Maybe we made a listener of him. He hot. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Trevara. Thank you again. Uh, Abby, what was your number ten movie of 2018? Mine, which I'm so glad I saw before <laughs> it ended. Black Panther. Black Panther. Black Panther. So you saw it recently? Yeah, I just saw it like a week ago. Okay. And this is the only Marvel movie on my list this year. Your mm. list is so Whoa. bad already. Your list controversy. Let me tell you something. Shocking. That wasn't the best by far. Was. That was maybe the worst comic book movie of the well, year. Let me tell you something about... Uh, <laughs> listen, I saw all the comic book movies. So did year. I. Did you see Aquaman? <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I think you've got Aquaman higher than you've got Black Panther. <laughs> let me let me tell you guys something about Burrs. This is something that uh, is both frustrating and wonderful about her. It's a little bit of a contrarian in no, there. No, I'm not. Uh, yeah, you is. are. It's great. Every, uh, uh, it's fun. You bit. just were just then. Yeah, that's true. So before, this is 
she would actually keep saying to me, I want to watch Black Panther. We, we should watch Black Panther because she had only heard the kind of divisiveness that it generated yeah. amongst the U8 movies crew. Not a lot of uh, animosity, but just a little bit of like, oh, not as good as everyone said. And she kept saying, I bet I'll like it. I mm. bet it'll be the, my favorite. And I'm like, you're already trying to go no, against I everybody. No, I my favorite. I said I have a pretty good, I hear like all the people out in the world being like, it was God. It was the best thing ever. Yeah, God. And then like, <laughs> basically, you know, this crew was like, yeah, that's right. We do make oh, those noises. Those are the noises I make just walking around. Black, Black Panther <laughs> was cool. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was different. That's why I liked it. It was why because the people like in it were black instead of, of white. The same concepts of like space and whatever. No, they had a magic stone that could do anything. Yeah, and it was like more the ultimate freaking MacGyver. I liked it. MacGuffin. MacGyver. MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Yeah, MacGyver. No, MacGuffin. <laughs> MacGuffin. It's pretty good. It's fine. It's okay. I liked the costumes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were what cool. What are those? Oh, that number ten, freaking vinebranium. Um, my number ten was Skate Kitchen. Skate Kitchen. Skate Kitchen Skate was kitchen. a good time. Patrick and Tyler saw that, right? I saw that. I Y'all did. peeped it. I saw yeah, it. they're gonna. Have it was a lot of fun. Day. It was all right. I went and saw it in theaters. I'll you know th- when uh, Movie Pass crashed. <laughs> we know when Mission Impossible killed Movie Pass. Yeah, true. I yeah. remember the time. The only movie. After that, available was Skate Kitchen, so I said, all right. Yeah. And I thought, man, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Tyler said, oh, go see it. It's really good. So I was like, okay, dang, I'm going to put it on my list for sure of things to see. And then right the night before I was going to watch it, uh, Patrick said, I'm about to watch Skate Kitchen. And then I went to see a different movie. That movie was called Vice. I came back, and I said, what would you think of Skate Kitchen? He goes, meh. So I was like, oh, man. To the no, window. I, I, I enjoyed warm. It. Warm. every single moment of it. I thought it was so good. Hey, hey. He enjoyed every single moment. Really? Well, I was kind of bored. Patrick said cool. he was checking his phone. Oh, what a bad yeah. movie goer. He's doing that right now. <laughs> this conversation was wasn't checking my phone. It was for my number 10 spot. I didn't know whether I wanted to put that or mid-90s, another skateboard <laughs> movie that I saw and enjoyed. Yeah. But in the end, P-U. I think that Skate Kitchen is a better movie. Yeah, it is. They're basically the same movie. I like mid-90s. <laughs> I did see that. Tyler, yeah, too. what was your number 10 my number 10 is The Sisters Brothers. The freaking Oh, Joaquin yeah. I read Cowboy that book. Thing? I remember when yeah. you went to see it. You said it was good. Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley and the Wild West. Wild West, really. Uh, they, they, they had made some, some time, huh? Is it like a funny stuff. movie? It's a dark comedy. Yeah. And it's also uh, offbeat and a little unpredictable, which I liked about yeah. it. Yeah. I feel a little Western. The trailer seemed to represent that well. I feel like the trailer communicated the tone. I in such a way that. where I was like, oh, you know what you're getting. It's kind of like a dry and dark yeah. comic. And you don't really know what's going to happen next. It's, it was great. I couldn't, I couldn't predict it. Movies that I can predict halfway through, uh, uh, you know, they lose, they lose credibility. You're it's just like you get out your tally marks and mm-hmm. start scratching crap I saw out. Life of the Party today. That, not today. Life of the Party this year. That Melissa McCarthy joint. Yeah, and I was predicting punchlines and plot oh, twists sure. and the whole <laughs> time. I started, I started standing up and throwing my hands in the air. You're like, she's about to fall over and fart. And then, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> that that movie just looks like it was written by a computer that had written. been fed a bunch of other Melissa McCarthy movies it and was, then just spat something out. It was written by Melissa McCarthy. Oh, so in a, a way, yeah. There you go. <laughs> in a way, <laughs> sisters, the yeah, sisters, brothers, someone who has seen a bunch of Melissa McCarthy movies and just spat one out. Yeah. 
The Sisters Brothers was not a Melissa McCarthy movie. No. It's it based on a yes, very, good. Just very to be good clear, novel. Life of the Party is not your number 10. <laughs> not <Sisters> no. <laughs> not Sisters even Brothers. an honorable mention. That's great. Jake Gyllenhaal's there. Ooh. I love him. I love me some Jilly. Mm. Love some Chesty Jake. Love some Jilly. All right. Uh, my number 10 movie of 2018 was Annihilation. Yeah, we did an episode on Annihilation. Yeah, a similar did. experience we're to Suspiria, more pop, more positive uh, in the immediate sense where I was like, overall, I really liked it. I had some problems with it. And then I liked it enough to buy it and watch it again. And I, I feel like the second time through, now that I had adjusted a little bit of my expectations, certainly one of the things that we all said in the episode about Annihilation, we're like, we're thankful it exists. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm awarding credibility to it for its adventurousness. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's a risky movie, and uh, I liked it. A comparison to Suspiria is good, where it's got these incredible moments. Like if, if we made a list of the best moments in movies of 2018, I think that I'd put a moment from Annihilation on that list. Yeah. No. Uh, yes, to me, it's like the reverse. It was like Josh said, after Annihilation, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And the more you think about it, I was kind of like, ah, it could have been better. Yeah. We Suspiria ended that- walked out like, Bummed, and then as you thought about it, you're like, I don't know. Got I better. Got better. So we ended the annihilation episode going, well, yeah, huh, I don't, we don't know. <laughs> 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 oh well. Now I know. Number ten. Yep. Patrick, your number nine movie of the year. Number nine for me was a little flick I saw recently. I had a hard time because I couldn't find anywhere to watch it. Was Thoroughbreds. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that in theaters. Did you? Yeah. M- movie I pass. didn't see it in theaters because movie pass, and uh, I liked it. Okay. I don't, don't want to. <laughs> All right, great. To me, I thought it was good. Uh, the first time I watched it, I wasn't that impressed. I watched yeah. it a second time recently, and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is cool. It's a good movie." I was really into it. I really liked. Uh, God, dog, you see seventy-five movies, and you're watching half of them more than once. Yeah, I know. We're about, I without revealing, it's been a bad years, guy. <laughs> <laughs> without revealing where the story goes, you know, because uh, that's what's what I like about the movie. But I just thought it was a really good movie. Well done, and uh, a surprise surprised me. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye, good. Anton Yelton. Good. Uh, he was great. Oh, he was God, fantastic. So yeah. He was so fun to watch in that movie. Yeah. Very kind of unhinged out. and desperate. Yeah. It's a great out. one of his one of his last ones, right? It came out way after his death. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And those girls were really good in it. They Yeah, they, they were. were the chemistry too. between the young lady from The Witch and yeah. a Taylor Joy and yeah, Taylor Joy. Yeah, and the and, and Ready Player the one. actress who plays the sociopath. Yeah. They were such a great uh, like on-screen duo, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, cool they movie. almost they almost made it into my honorable mentions. Yeah, it was cool. Abby, what do you have at number nine? Oh, let me see. Vice. 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 So many to pick from this year for Abby. Good for you. you know? So what? So many to pick from this year. Last year you were just so essentially putting the ones you saw in order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you like about Vice? Uh, I thought it was really fun. <laughs> Well, Adam, you hate Adam, when people say that. Adam McKay, that's true. You do hate that, but Adam McKay does make fun movies. Yeah, I just yeah. like to like. Has everyone not seen it? I haven't. I was beside but you. But it's an Adam McKay movie, so it's yeah. So it's like self-aware and like fun. It's very kooky for film. sure. Yeah, yeah. It it's not that it weaves in and out of like hi- historicity and yeah. just complete zaniness. Yeah, yeah. it's these not that actors that are being so serious and like gaining all this weight for the role to like <laughs> break character and yeah. be funny sometimes. Yeah, and it's just so off-putting and great. Yeah, yeah. It's the format of it is not that different from The Big Short. Okay. Yeah. Or like, I Tanya. Which he yeah, didn't she make, compared she compared to I Tanya as well, which I um, had a similarly. Yeah. 
unconventional yeah. narrative style. And the story. Like, I don't know how much of it is true, but it just made me for like days be like, politics is insane. Yeah. And why do we live here? <laughs> Here's a fun fact that I, I learned. I learned when I was looking up information about the about the story afterward yeah. that Christian Bale and Dick Cheney have the same birthday. Oh, Isn't that crazy? That's also yeah. your birthday. It's also my birthday. That's know. great. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, I, so I saw the movie she after the Golden Globes. Yeah, after he thanked Satan. Yeah, I was like, I okay, this, I have to go see it. Church of Satan. He's like, was eyes, about that. he didn't look very sober to me. His eyes were barely, I was like, I'm not forget anyone else, love anyone. Like <laughs> to his wife or whoever <laughs> that was. He's like, oh, I don't know, I'm sure I'll thank you later. <laughs> 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 like, I better stuff. keep it short before I... <laughs> curse at somebody, right? Because he cursed at somebody. Yeah. yeah, get out of my island. Oh, so so career. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, bye. I was very fat in this. What? <laughs> very fat. <laughs> he was. You know, what's funny is that shot of him with yeah. no shirt on in the trailer. That's yeah. clearly there to show you. Wow, look how fat he, he really got. got. Fat is not in the film. It's not in the film. <laughs> oh, really? It worked for me. I couldn't believe it in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> he did get fat. Hey, like, Matt, shoot. sit up straight fat. because it's your. Ni- it's time for your number nine. My number nine is Annihilation. Hey, there we go. All right. Matt's a believer. You liked it. I liked it. I did. Well, I think we talked about that in the episode. I really liked the ending that y'all didn't like. All right. He liked Capri Sun. Right. I like the Capri Sun, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like 2001 A Space Odyssey at the end. It was great. All right. It's good. Tyler, well, if, nine, if you dude. like it, you like it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I love the films I love. It's like, it's like Abby always says. He was I in it for the ride. Yeah, I love the films I love. Number nine, Tyler Hans. Number nine <coughs> for me was You Were Never Really Here. It's good. Another time. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yep. he was great in that. He is great in that. It's very, Big it's a swat. very different Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, it is. It's really under the radar too, right? Yeah, it's yeah. I haven't even seen that on a lot of people's lists, and I don't think I think it's because a lot of people didn't necessarily s- hear about it or see it. Yeah, it came and went fairly quickly, at least in the theatrical run in our area. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, I remember when you saw it and yeah. said, hey, it was really good. So I made a point to go see it, rented it, so I paid for it, and then it ended up on Prime. Where you can yeah, let me just say it. that this was on my list to see, and I, whenever we were watching movies, we'd be like, okay, what are we going to watch tonight? I'd like say, I do want to watch this, and he'd be like, uh, he'd always talk me out of it, so I didn't get to see it. Mm. No, I think, she's, I think she's I actually mean, confusing it with another movie because it's just not true. You should yeah. probably be your own person. Yeah, you can't blame. We only have one movie room. No. Your foibles on your husband. We are one flesh. All Sorry. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, number nine, Josh. My number nine was Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mm. Uh, I heard good things. Never saw it. Mate. Out of those seventy-five movies, let me sit and then let me let me well, address my praise to you then. Okay. Uh, as someone who you know, I like Spider-Man. I like the comic book movies and all that stuff. Sure. At this point in time. <laughs> With the Sony Spider-Man universe and having yep. seen Venom, um, Venom, the prospect of an animated Spider movie, Spider-Man movie, to me was barely interesting. The idea that it was the ultimate Spider-Man Miles Morales thing to me seemed too convoluted to even bother with. I'm like, really? How? Why now? When we've just got a good Spider-Man with right. you know in Tom Holland and all that. Yep. Um, and I went to see it mostly out of just like I've got an afternoon. And this movie's playing. I'm going to go see it. And I had a blast watching that movie. Mm. I was cracking up. Everyone's losing it over the animation. It was, yeah, it was a sight to behold. It's yeah. pretty stunning. It's it, pretty good. It's shockingly good. But it, it, visuals aside, because I don't want it to become the boyhood thing. We're like, man, the ar- animation's so original looking. Yeah. It is. 
But it's just a freaking good movie. Yeah. It's way better than it deserves to be. Hmm. Yeah. It has way better th- it is way better than it has any business to be with the story that they chose, which is which is great when you actually right. see the movie. And at this point in time in the Spider-Man franchise, you're like, "Oh, that's easily at least the second best Spider-Man movie." If not the best Spider-Man movie, I'd say it's the best Sony-made Spider-Man movie. Oh, that's an easy. Comfortably, I'm just saying second to Homecoming. Yeah, I don't think it's better. Than, I don't. I think it probably ties with Homecoming. <laughs> but yeah, it's better than any live-action Spider-Man movie Sony's ever made in the past. Delightful. Spider-Man Two is really good. Delightful. Spider-Man Two is fantastic, <laughs> but it this is a joy. Patrick, what was your number nine or number eight? My number eight is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you said it best. It is way better than it had any business seeing beings it was really good and you can like take your kids to it it was very pg i realized that after the fact i walked out and uh i said something about how i told my kid i went to see a spider-man movie he's like i want to see it and i stopped and went i guess you could yeah Yeah. it's like actually very kid friendly the parts that were like if you try to explain it to somebody it would make no sense worked it all worked so well and it was funny it was funny the whole time just won a golden globe it deserved it i was better than all the other i was honestly laughing loud in the theater i thought Yep. With an audience. Mm. Me too. I laughed out loud on a number of occasions. LOL. That was Lolan. Burrs, number eight. I love dogs. <laughs> Why do you say it with Good so little confidence? So well, what? she she said it with a big smile. Yeah. She did, but they can't they can't see your smile. Yeah. Your voice. I thought it was really cute. It's classic Wes Anderson. Wes sure Anderson. is. Yeah. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was a good movie. Center frame, lots of pastels. You know what? I actually liked uh, Isle of Dogs quite a bit too. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I liked it even more. I saw it a second time and was like, man, this is great. It's very funny. Yeah. I thought it was like, good for this guy, man, because this is the biggest departure from his style that he's done. And so, I mean, it's still very Wes Anderson-y, but it's set in such a different aesthetic than all his and previous stuff. And to see stuff. like yeah. a stop motion adult. And it's yeah. weird. It's freaking like weird. It's yeah. weird in a non-Wes Anderson way. It's yeah, like it's kind of so sci-fi quirky. and strange yeah. and it's got robots and dark. It's, it's dark. dark. Yeah. Yeah, it's very dark. Definitely not kid friendly. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I'm disturbed. really glad I didn't decide to sit down and watch that with my nine year old. She would have been. Obviously, the unhappy. stop motion is. It's a good choice. Stop yeah. motion is beautiful, too. The beautifully done. So yeah. good. Wonderful. Yep. It's not like it, though. It's not the same studio that did Fantastic Mr. Fox. Well, they did a great job. This studio did Where did you get this one made? It's weird. And I always feel so bad for them because I see these stop motion puppets that have clearly have real hair on them. Yeah. Like, that must be a pain. Yeah, they're not 3D printing those. They're making them. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone is putting all those hairs in by hand. It's a good choice. Yeah, yeah that is. Yeah, we approve. We yep. like it. That's my eight. Not okay. dumb. Matt Hughes, number eight. My number eight was Thoroughbreds. I saw that in theaters, and I was really glad I did. It was playing at that the janky theater down the street, you know, mm-hmm. with the sticky floors. Yep, I remember. <laughs> you know I remember. Um, and, yeah, I just thought it was a really, really good little horror movie. It is. Agreed. Yep. We second that emotion. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Tyler, number eight. My number eight is First Man. Hmm. I didn't see First Man. <laughs> I wanted to You hear see Abby's really delightful bad. sound? She hadn't seen the movie. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I saw I that really trailer. Did, did anyone see it? <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Bethany did. Twice. First Man is pretty great. It's Dedication. very it's very uh, intense and and abstract at times almost and emotional. It's good. Do you know that Buzz Aldrin's mother's maiden name is Moon? Is it really? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Well, that's about as interesting cool? as Tyler having the same birthday as Dick Cheney. Yeah, Dick and I. 
<laughs> First Man, though, it's it's a lot it's a lot more to it than I expected. I, I figured it'd just be another astronaut movie, you know. But there was more to it than that. It was pretty. I like that girl in it. I don't know, Keller. Claire Boy or something? Yeah, she got... The Queen, Claire, Claire she got queen. from noms. The Crown. She got noms for that. Yeah. She's in that nom movie, nom. Unsane. You guys oh, yeah, the, the Steven Soderbergh the, one. The phone movie? Yeah, that was all shot on an reportedly shot on, shot on an iPhone. Isn't she the... G- she's doing the new dragon tattoo. She's the new dragon tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I didn't she's see She's Lizbeth. Either. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see that. Big, I just didn't get to it. Stuff. First Man was great. It got me emotional. It was good. Emotional day? I see it. All right. Yeah, it was emotional day. My number eight was A Quiet Place. Which we did a whole episode, so I won't yep. rehash the celebration of it. But it was great. Uh, bought it, watched it some more. Still really great. It was Just great. Not only uh, a great horror movie, a great like B monster movie concept, but just an all around solid film. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid direction, solid acting. Really emotional. good. Emotional dang. Yeah. had the yep. emotional in there. Lot to celebrate there. Patrick, what's your number seven? My number seven is Vice. Vice. I saw Birds Vice and. Uh, and like Abby said, I thought it was really funny and sickening at the same time because mm-hmm. of the, uh, you know, there's an agenda there and yeah. sure. Uh, the content is unsettling, but, uh, it, the throw some shine at him. <laughs> Good uh, Do we throw it or give it? I don't know. Throw it this time. Okay. Uh, Christian Rub Bell, it. his d- dedication to ruining his body for his craft is yeah. incredible. He's yeah. going to die soon. <laughs> Right, yeah. his internal organs just gotta be. Um, Depends mess. on what you mean by. Yeah, so I don't know, know about his organs. It's bad for it's bad for his like his heart. At yeah, least. it's bad for his heart. That's he had medical organ? help watching him do it this time. But here, I read this after the fact that I will share with you now. Uh, you know, Adam McKay, he is a lot of ad libbing. So Christian Bell said that he memorized or he had to learn how to be Dick Cheney and just wing it without like reading a script. Yeah, and he had to memorize what Dick Cheney would know about foreign policy at different points in his life. So he wouldn't ad lib something wrong, in the wrong time period. Right. And I was like, "That's that is a man dedicated to his craft," and that made me appreciate. Oh it. no, total dedication to his art. See? Well, it was Satan what helped me memorize <laughs> the things, and he gave me a filing so cabinet a made of demons. <laughs> yeah, he earned it. Not that all the other actors did really well too in it, that's but great. it was a good movie. Yeah, I great. really, really liked. Uh, I don't know the Office guy. Steve Carell. He was great. Carell is Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah, and I didn't realize it was Tyler Perry. Because he, know, he wasn't know dressed how. as Medea. Colin, that's Colin Powell. <laughs> There's definitely <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> when it was over, she Medea. goes, wait, who is Tyler Perry? <laughs> the black guy. <laughs> the one, the one black, black guy in, in George W. Bush's old Did you notice cabinet. the guy who looked exactly like Tyler Perry? <laughs> it didn't. It looked like Colin Powell. But he didn't have a gray wig on no, or a dress. You're right. He was Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> <laughs> it was Medea as Condoleezza Rice. so many layers. Yeah. All right. So good. Burrs. Yeah. At number Mine seven. is Annihilation. Wow. wow Annihilation keeps yeah. walking up the list. Tracking yeah. up the list. Nice. Solid. I thought I might be alone. I feel so supported. Yeah. I really liked it. And I really liked it even more the second time. I don't know if I've seen it three times. But it got it's getting better. It's hard Keep to... Watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Only Annihilation earns respect for the bear scene alone. Yeah. Bear yeah. scene. Bear me. Bear scene. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. <laughs> Matt, what do you have at number seven? At number seven, I have Avengers Infinity War. Mm, that's good. It's nice. a good movie. It was a good time. I'm excited for this next one. We did a cluster cuss of an episode on Infinity War that I went back and is uh, really entertaining to listen to, so that's my commercial for it. We had we assembled our own Avengers for that one. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, we just, uh, everybody brought their friends and didn't realize everybody was bringing their friends and it was a big table. It's just like the movie plays out. Yep, it was good. Tyler, what is your number seven movie of 2018? <clears throat> My number seven was a very unexpected film for me. Tully. Oh. Mm-hmm. Charlie's <laughs> the wrong sad She's mom loving, one. Abby's loving your list. <laughs> Did you see that, that Burst? <laughs> yeah. Tully really got me. I don't know, something about it that was just so dark and well written yeah. and unexpected it was surprisingly good to me it was too i went there because everybody was talking about it and i was like i just got to sit through this so i can talk about it and then i liked it yeah it's good <laughs> it's really good yeah. and it's like it's it's a it's about postpartum depression and that's like it's like not a, psychosis that's right? not a yeah. thing that people write psychosis yeah psychosis it's not a thing that people write movies about and yeah. it worked really well it was such a good film yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a spoiler, Patrick. Yeah, you have to I'll write it write down. That one, Good. But she way she better than you first. think it would be. It's way better than you would think it'd be based on the trailer, and way better than you'd think it'd be based on a Diablo Cody screenplay. Because what's yeah. Diablo the Cody person written? responsible for Juno? Oh. I was, as soon as I saw Juno on the screen, I was like, I'm out. Hard pass. Hard pass. But Charlize Theron was great in it. She was that, so uh, good. Mackenzie she also kind of junked up her body for that. She did. Yeah, good for her. She's the Christian Bale. Yeah. She's, she's not getting her Christian praise. Bale, yeah. Now she's getting her praise. We're shining you. Yeah. yeah. Right? Shoe shine. Is that right? Shoe yeah. shine. <laughs> uh, my number seven movie of 2018 was uh, Upgrade. Hmm. A interesting little... Under the radar, 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 under the radar, uh, kind of sci-fi horror. In fact, when it was over, me and Matt said to each other, "Well, hey, that's one of the best episodes of Black Mirror I've ever." Yep, <laughs> it's a very Black Mirror. Hmm. Um, I didn't see it, so now I'll, maybe I'll catch it now. You yeah. should, man. It's worth I, it. Hey, I bought it on Blu-ray. You can borrow it. <laughs> man, yeah. you're just being so generous with your Blu-rays. Seventy-five yeah. movies, and you didn't watch those, man. Yeah, I'm intrigued to know what you did watch. You know what's funny? I got the list right here. This oh, is uh, what I'd like to say in conclusion about Upgrade is that it is a kind of like rowdy, fun movie to watch. We, uh, our very own Josiah DePauly, Matt and I sat in uh, before the movie and we were going, oh, and wow. <laughs> it was like a roller coaster kind of yeah. yeah. over the top, crazy. It'll really, surprise you. It'll get you. Really good. I liked it a ton. Mm-hmm. Patrick, what was your number six? Number six for me, uh, Creed Two. Ooh, Ooh yeah. man, it's not it's not the champion anymore. No, when no. Creed One came out, it was my uh, movie of the year. Creed sure Two was. was my number six movie of the year. But number six is not bad. <laughs> no, and neither is <laughs> neither is Creed Two. I went neither to see it Creed twice. Two, yeah. It gets better the second time. It's like uh, it is not the same, but it it is. Yep, good. I, we got a whole podcast on it. I still am a big fan. I'm still mad about still those good. close-up shot reverse shots. There's too many of them. It makes me mad. All right, we'll send in a letter. I will. I'll write one. to him and say, Dear Mr. Friend from Film School. Six. All right, this point in the list, uh, Abby's completely I- I- enveloped in a blanket. It's freezing. It's in. cold in here. <laughs> it looks, seems pretty warm to me. No, 67 yeah. is chilly for a nighttime. We're comfy. All I right, Abby, nice what was your number on. six movie of the year? Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds. Dang, girl. Really? All right. Making really making yeah, rounds I on the list. Yeah, it's good. Burrs, your list is tight this year. Yeah, it's we good. like it. Dang, it's not hey, dumb, thanks for shining really. that list. Uh, yeah. Dang. You're shining. Give <laughs> that right <laughs> shoe shine. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what do you have at number six? Number six, I got a quiet place. Mm. Freaking love it. 
Yeah. What's not to like? What's not to like? Just bird box. That's not what's not to like because it's just a poor man's a quiet place. Did you hear about the bird box challenge that's going around? Yeah, I sure did. And I hope people die doing it, the dummies. <laughs> people are driving <laughs> ah, blindfold. We're, Matt we're, not, is, we're not endorsing Matt's opinion on this. Is there a really? sp- uh, spicy British dish? Like with that yeah, same spice. type of thing? Yeah, we, the we stole it from for. various countries that we used to own. <laughs> yes, yes, Abby. So they're like the bird box challenge is they're using their nav panel to drive around or even just blindfold. Does one, yeah, one, one and you know what? Blindfold. It would be better if they die so their dumb dumb genes don't get passed on to the next and generation. Decrease the surplus population. That's right. Okay. Idiots. He's, he's being a screw. I like bird box yeah. actually. Ugh. I, you know, Matt's uh, negative hype was so strong that w- I was expecting to just vomit all over it, and then I ended going, "Oh, it's okay." I guess. Yeah, bird box is fine. The I worst part. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it. Was the, the wor- end? The worst part is when she's running through the woods with some kids, and they're just dummies under her arm. <laughs> I, didn't <laughs> notice, I didn't notice, but now I really want to see that. Yeah. You're looking for it now. Like when Macaulay Culkin falls it down had on a the little, shelves. Didn't it have a little bit of It Follows happening where yes. by the end you're going, wait, now what, what can are this the rules? monster do and yes. not do? It's yes. not, it's not at all clear. It. And also, it. also, wasn't it just the happening? It's the happening. Hey, I haven't no, seen it, it's but a I bargain. Bargain. Listen, I it's just want to see the dummies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move on. I read it, hey, too. It's I read not the on the list. We're not talking about Bird Box. I know. It's I read the a, book. It's not better. It's got an awesome score from Trent Reznor. Now <laughs> sure. Enjoy. Number six for me is Hereditary. Hmm. Nice. Hereditary is so freaking good. It's great. It's great. Yeah. I think it's probably higher on your list. Because the it's a good movie. I, f- I was you just I said great actually. It's a great movie. I was more uh, impressed with the daytime horror elements of it because not yep. a lot of movies can pull off daytime yeah, horror. True. And it did. And there's some scenes in this that are like best moments of movie, best movie moments of 2018 are in yeah. Hereditary. Yeah. Uh, but some of the more traditional horror elements didn't do it for me. They're certainly Super what divides cheese. audiences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will shine. Tony Collette's performance in that She's movie. She's a wonder, Specifically, yeah. one shot. Yes. I know exactly the shot you're thinking I of. I think I, I do, agree. too. She right. should have been nominated for that shot I alone. Bet, I bet we'll get there. Let's keep climbing. My number six uh, movie of the year is maybe predictably that this is on my list, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, it's low for a, a Jurassic it is. It's low for a Jurassic World movie, but it's probably high for Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, it's really high because uh, it's on your list at all. Fallen Kingdom is a complicated movie, uh, one that is not without its share of big problems. We did a whole episode on it. But, you know, at this point, I've watched it like six times. Good. Grief. And it might be like, uh, no, it's not like Patrick and Spider. Patrick loves to watch Spider-Man 3, but he says it's bad. At this point, I don't think Fallen Kingdom is bad anymore. I think it has bad things in it. And overall, like I, I really like it. That's what and I was that's going your on. With, like understanding of the human condition. Yeah, I just freaking <laughs> like it, man. It's got, it's got more good than bad in it for me. I love those characters. Love this story. And I, I, I like when that Indoraptor gets on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> when that Liam part, left. Hey. When that Liam part, said that part's good. That's awesome. Fun fact, my new movie to do that with is Justice League. I've watched Justice Stop. League like four times. No, this is not like Justice seen League. That, man. That's that was crazy. last year. Justice know, League is just a train wreck. All right, five. Number five, Patrick. Five for me is Upgrade. 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 Yeah. Freaking Upgrade. Yeah. I there saw this in the theater by myself because and you came out somebody saying, everybody listen. I know. And they did. I went because, we or li- I saw it because yeah, of Patrick. We yeah. listened. Uh, we yes. heeded his words. Super fun. Super fun movie. Surprising. 
starring B movie Tom Hardy. Yeah, that's right. The poor and man's he, Tom Hardy from with Prometheus. this, he's making his move to be a move to Tom Hardy. He you was know? great. They don't cover great. his face up with a mask in every single movie he's in. Hey, B movie Tom Hardy, Prometheus Tom Hardy. Yeah, was doing some seriously challenging physical stuff in he, Upgrade. He sure was, and it was so freaking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was. was cool. That What's movie the thing's cool. called? Uh, yeah, go see Upgrade. It's really great. Tyler, yeah. you, sh- you would like it. It'll okay. probably be on one of your 19 streaming services any day. <laughs> yeah, probably. You can use that great app that I told you all about to find out when it's for free. I do just use that watch. a lot. Yep. Just yeah, watch. Just watch. There's Get that app, everyone. It is immense. They and no one else gave us money. <laughs> so, <laughs> Abby? My number five is First Reformed. Nice. Get Get it. It on there. Right Abigail, on. this list is very good. Burrs has got this Hot yep. list this year is locked down. I really liked it. It to me had lots of extra stickiness. Yes, mm. yeah, that's, that's the best. Lots of that's extra stickiness. maple syrup. That's La Brea I will say that. <laughs> uh, that's I molasses. Thinking, I was thinking those sticky hands that you hit against the window. Yes. Yeah. Nah. No. Well. no. This is like. It's like honey. That li- one bit of honey you can't get off of your fingertip. Mm. Marshmallow goo. It's pure. S'mores. Oh shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I thought it was really good. His performance was really good. I hated the character. Couldn't stand him. But he Reverend played it well Toler. in the overall movie. Yeah. I thought it was like really, really interesting and good. It was interesting because uh, I had already watched it, bought it, and I was like, you want to watch this with me? And she was like, yeah, I'll watch it. And she's like, well, I like it. And I was like, it's definitely going to go one way or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of movie. Yep. It's really good. All right. Matt, what do you my have at number five? My number five is Deadpool 2. Nice. Man, I freaking love me some Deadpool, and it was so fun. And I love seeing Cable on the big screen. And that one gag with that one guy was very <laughs> funny. <laughs> I'll go ahead and uh, you know the buy gag us I time mean. and say my number five is also Deadpool too. Hmm. Tyler, uh, what do you have at number? I five? I should have saved us time because my five is first reformed. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. All right. But you well, invented great. that technique yeah. last year. The yeah. time saving technique. Yeah. It's a good technique. But we were on a real rhythm there, and I didn't want to throw it off. Sorry. Sorry about that. Well, steel, quick to save steel. time. Let's jump to Patrick's number four. <laughs> oh. Well. Okay, my number four is Deadpool 2. <laughs> 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 hey, man, it, you know, it's a comedy. I laughed a lot. And Deadpool 1 was my number one movie of the year. It came yep. out, so this has gone down a little bit, but not because it's not great. Deadpool 2 is hilarious. Yep. Keep making those movies, Ryan. Get those I laughs. know you're listening. Mm-hmm. So yep. Honorable mention. Big fan. Yeah, it was an honorable mention. even showed up on Abby's list. All right, Burst, number four. Totally. Okay. That's way too high for Tolly, but Abby and I are really, really getting these lists. Y'all are vibing. Close, yeah. yeah, we vibing. I really, really, really like Tolly. In fact, I'm waiting for it to come to a streaming service so I can watch it many, many more that times. That on Blu-ray. Make your husband buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I don't want to own he it. He buys 10 trillions. 10 yeah. trillions? It's pretty rewatchable because it's, well, you know. I can't say anymore. It's, more, it's rewatchable. Yeah. It's definitely one of those movies with enough layers that it, it invites repeated viewing so that yeah. you can unravel. Yeah. You, that's, that's, yeah, you can say that without spoiling yeah, it. Yeah, I would like to unravel more of it and just enjoy it again. Mm. Okay. Great. Right on. That was cool. That hooker from uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, McKenzie I really liked her. I really she did a great job. She's great. Tully. She's Tully. Tully. She's Tully. She plays the character Tully. Matt, what do you have at number four? I have Hereditary at number four. Nice. I was so horrified after <laughs> seeing that movie. Just genuinely, like, scared of the dark, scared. Like, would have to wake up in the 
night and go to the toilet and really freaked out walking into the bathroom from my bedroom and would stop at red lights at night and expect something to come up and like try and smash into my car. It was so scary. Dang. So you're decidedly in the... <laughs> what? Sound like a little whim. <laughs> what are you afraid of? <laughs> Witches. He thought hereditary was going to get him. Yeah. yeah. I thought my my, something in there. my family of origin was going to mess me up His real grandma. bad. <laughs> Paimon's lurking around every corner. I walked out of my bedroom the other day in my apartment, and it was 1 o'clock on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon, and my wife was just watching hereditary in the living room, and her argument was, our kids at a play date, our other kids playing Nintendo Switch in our bedroom, and our third kid is sleeping, so I'm going to watch this in the daytime so I don't get too scared. And I couldn't watch it again in the daytime. I was too scared. I <laughs> believe. Yeah. It's a good Perfect. movie. It didn't do that before. Yeah, that's, no. that is a little weird. I wasn't no, man. scared. So that's a weird. I let myself like get all scared with it. Yeah, he's trying to feel it. Josh it got pretty good. scared. You saw it. You, you were scared of your I backyard. remember you texting us about going out to your garden gate because it was clattering in the wind. And you were like, I started thinking about the movie. I had to run back inside. But did. Mike did we, left the room. Yeah, did he we left tell that story the theater. On the podcast? Mike, Mike Jensen, who's often on the show, yeah. couldn't left see, the couldn't theater. It. Yeah. He went and watched Deadpool 2. Him and I were watching it. He just got up. He said, nope. <laughs> Audibly said, nope. And got up and walked out. <laughs> I like that his story after the fact was that his body <laughs> wouldn't let him. Yeah. We're like, what does that mean? Like he, he didn't just, make a conscious decision? <laughs> yeah. He, he just, said his body <laughs> said Whoa. Not, He, he said also his, said it wasn't necessarily because it was scary, but because it was like a girl and like he has a daughter and he was just relating that. He said like, his body, his that. body said, not tonight. <laughs> Yeah, he, <laughs> he has watched it since then. He's redeemed himself. Yeah, he got yeah. out of there. What was your number four, Tyler? My number four is also an unexpected, unknown movie that I didn't really ex- see coming. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but you did but see it. That's what those yeah. words mean. But right. I did I did see it. Uh, it's an Ethan Hawke biopic about Blaze Foley called Blaze. It was a very, what the heck that is. very good movie. Is that a country singer? Yes, folk I, singer. I saw the trailer for that and thought, "Not fam." I don't know what you're talking about. I don't it's, either. it's called Blaze. <laughs> it's about it's Blaze. really high on your list. It's about Blaze Foley. That is crazy I need to see high. an image of it. Where Blaze did you watch it at? Foley. See it in theaters. I saw it in theaters. Wow. Well, when this you see 75, he, for all we know, he's talking about another movie he can't remember. <laughs> Just Blaze. You gotta Google Blaze of movie. Glory. It's actually that Will Ferrell ice skating movie. He's got it confused. Interesting. It's a really good movie. Really well done. Some about Hawk. it. Something I, super charming. It's super I, IFC. So super oh, okay. sentimental. Super. It's. It's. I don't know really how to. What, what more can you say? Uh, yeah. What more can I say? It's good. Blaze. Blaze. Interesting. All right. Uh, what are we on? Number four. Mm-hmm. My number four of the year was Thoroughbreds. That's wow. super high. It was. I liked it that much. In fact, I galloped right up there. I kind of had it. This is the thing out that don't be a naysayer. This is when uh, <laughs> horse. <laughs> Let me tell you all this. Y'all are gonna like this. You know when uh, this rare thing happens. I'm sitting in a the theater. I'd gone to see something that was like a smaller movie because uh, Thoroughbreds had a really short and limited release, and it was small enough to have a trailer promoting Thoroughbreds, and. 30 seconds into it, I was like, 
whatever this is is so up my alley. Yeah. I I love whatever it is already. I don't want to see anything else. So I stopped watching the trailer. I came home telling Abby about it. I saw, I saw the beginning of this trailer. It looks amazing. And I think they even had a pool quote that said it was like American Psycho meets Heathers or something yeah. like that. No, that's, no, that's, that's a uh, solid pool quote. That's an oversell. I was like, man, that what this seems so cool. Um, and then I missed it in theater. So as soon as it was out, we rented it. And I was, it was one of those experiences where I was like, that's exactly what I wanted to see. Honestly, that's exactly what yeah. I was looking for. It hit all the notes. I was, so it was like the perfect blend of like pitch black comedy with like a, a real horror note to it. Yeah. And then there was this weird surrealism that came in yeah. kind of near the end of the totally. movie where it kind of ends on this unresolved strangeness that you're like. Dude, yeah. that was everything. That was everything. Yeah. So it was just all kinds of my thing. I liked it a, a ton. I knew it was going to be really high on my list. Well, there's yeah. some holes in it. Sure. There's Stop some nitpicks. It. Stop it. Just because it's getting celebrated. Some holes in that It's on horse. your list, too. Yeah, it was even Blaze. It's not on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler ain't got no shine for that. <laughs> I got a little. It almost made honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, that's it's what you said, it's right? It's tarnished. All right, number three for Patrick. Yeah, but before we go to three, should we <clears> check in with our foreign correspondents in austin texas right okay so we're going to call our foreign correspondent in austin texas take a break to hear his top 10 that he's bringing us from elsewhere in the country down under down under <laughs> then we'll come back for the top three of the year all right we have with us on the line via the magic technology, our official film correspondent in Austin, Texas, Ivory. Yes. Okay, he is there yeah. for a second. I thought he might not be. Now, uh, Ivory, correct me if I'm wrong. Austin is a city of movies, is it not? Yes, it is. It's home to the uh, the Alamo Draft House, among other things, right? Yep. The best movie theater in the country. Well, hey, since you appreciate movies so much, quit making that awful noise. What is that? Oh, it's rubbing my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do that. There, this is a great uh, moment for me to tell a You Hate Movies anecdote. Way back in the beginning of You Hate Movies, uh, probably over 100 episodes ago, we did an episode about, I think it was Air Force One versus Independence Day. It was a 4th of July episode. Yeah. And Ivory specifically texted me and said, tell whoever was eating mixed nuts in the microphone or whatever it was to knock it off because someone was like crunching. You remember that? Yes, it was Bethany. That <laughs> <laughs> <Now>, sounds right. <laughs> One yeah. might argue that uh, crunching in a microphone is at least on par with, if not less weird <laughs> than rubbing one's stomach. <laughs> I didn't think you could hear me rubbing my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're coming to you, home of the Alamo Draft House, Austin, Texas, uh, Cinephile Central, to hear your top 10 uh, movies of 2018. But first, um, you need to give us your... Uh, let's, do, should we start with the biggest disappointment before we get into honorable mention? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What was your biggest disappointment of the year? My biggest disappointment was sorry to bother you. That was a disappointment for you? Yes. It was a weird one. That surprised to me. Like, I was excited and very interested in seeing the movie, 
but <laughs> but when I watched it, I was just I just didn't know where the movie was going. Like it, you didn't it expect was, that ending. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I just felt the movie a as a whole. I felt the movie as a whole was kind of boring. Well, it was it was definitely interesting. But the, by the time that it got to the the big uh, <laughs> the big change in the movie, yeah. I was looking around the theater to see if I could see people's faces. I'd never, I don't know if I've ever seen uh, experienced anything quite like that in a movie theater. Yeah, I just felt like it was just so drawn out, and then it ended, and then that part came. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Okay, so overall, you, no. you, you were not a big fan. Sorry to bother. Not a big fan, no. The directorial debut of Boots Radley? Is that this guy's name? Bless him. Bless him. Uh, all right, well, then what are your honorable mentions? What was good but not good enough to make your top ten? Um, Black Klansman. Okay. That's good. And Tag. Tag? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Tag was good. Yeah. Tag was good, man. I liked it. Good job. Uh, and what? It's not honorable mention. But that's <laughs> what was your overall take on uh, Black Klansman, though? I thought what what's I, I'm not good with. Um, see, I don't consider myself a cinephile because I don't know. Okay, what's your, what's your average moviegoer take I, on? I don't nerd out on stuff like that because I'm pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, what's it, the guy from um, Girls? What's his Adam name? Driver? Adam Driver. Yeah. Why do you yeah. call him the guy? He's no, freaking Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren man. man. That's Kylo Ren. The guy from Girls. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I thought he did a real good job in the movie. Yeah. And he I was thought cool. the movie was like, uh, who, who did that movie? Spike Lee. <laughs> Spike Lee. Yeah. Spike, Spike Lee. Kind of you know that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I no, don't nerd out means I don't know who made what. <laughs> That's true. That's Are you true. sure you saw it? You know what? You I, just enjoy, I just enjoyed the movie. Now I thought the movie was 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 funny. I thought Denzel Washington's son uh, did a great job. I thought the 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 because I guess it was loose. Is it loosely based on the true story? Yeah, yeah I think super so. loosely. Yeah, I'm about to say yeah. Yeah, but. it was entertaining. I think mm -hmm. when I saw the trailer, I thought that it was going to be way more, uh, I don't know, kind of stylized and wacky and almost, it, the trailer seemed to market it like a, a Quentin Tarantino type vibe, yeah. comedy. I, it was dark yeah. comedy style. The yeah. Trailer. And then the yeah. movie ended up being a lot more grounded and normal than I thought it was going to be. It still had a lot of style and, and substance overall, but I, I think the trailer misled me a little bit. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like killing clansmen and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I was expecting something a little more over the top. I think, I think the big problem was that the main character was lacking the charisma I expected him to have. Did you see him at the Golden Globes? He was so flat. <laughs> yeah, I did see him. It's like, what was his deal at the Golden Globes? He didn't. I know. It's no. like you're no. supposed to be Denzel's son. I wasn't, I wasn't I captivated by him. Denzel's got enough charisma to spare for the family, I guess. Wasn't the end kind of weird too? There was like a. 
Yeah, but you're going to spoil it for all our... Spoilers. We're trying there's, to go a little light on spoilers. I'm just saying the end was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we just said that about Sorry to Bother You, yeah. too. <laughs> Sometimes movies have weird endings. All right, so Tag and Black Klansman as honorable mentions. And number 10, at number 10. Number 10, Game Night. Game Night, okay. Yo, that's good. That's that, a good that's movie. Good. Yeah, that's funny. Game Night was uh, surprisingly good, actually. Yeah, it was. I was... Uh, my wife, Mandy, wanted to go see it, and I kind of didn't want to see it, but it was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mandy. I think you got to mention the comedies that actually make you laugh. They deserve a place in the... Yeah, that's fair. True. That an, is true. An entertaining comedy is oh, one thing, and that's something to be appreciated, but one where you actually have a few laugh-out-loud moments. Yeah. Well, who who do you think was the funniest in that movie? I liked uh, Jason Bateman's character. Or or second to him, that one dude that was in that long episode of Black Mirror, the cop. Yeah, he was the funny one. The one who was holding the dog on the porch the whole time. Gary. Yeah, doing those long monologues uh-huh. into the camera. Why? Who do you think was funny? The Well, we might be talking about the... From girls, the guy from not girls, the guy from um, who's that girl? What's that show? New girl, <laughs> new girl, Winston, the black dude Winston, yeah. whose wife did not. Yeah, that one guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, she thought she'd slept with. He him. was so funny in that movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he he was is funny. funny. Yeah, he is funny. Number ten, game night. Number nine, Black Panther. Black Panther. Yes. Oh. Okay, and because. Because there's black people in it. And black <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> were, were there? There were uh, black people? Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Uh, you mentioned it. Nah, the movie was okay, but I, I got I to gotta give my people some shine. So, <laughs> okay, okay. All right, man. All right, some shine at number eight. Number seven. No. Nah, man, you just skipped number. That was number nine. Number eight. Okay, what, okay what gets more credit yeah. than Black Panther at number eight? Creed 2. Creed 2, which we Creed actually did an entire game. episode on with Ivory's opinion. So, yep. reference mm-hmm. that. And then above Creed 2, what do you got? Jurassic World. Okay. Fallen Kingdom. Okay. Fallen Kingdom on the list. <laughs> more credible than Dinosaurs Black Panther. More shine than Black people from Ivory. <laughs> hey, that's a little, it's a little more nostalgia. You know? okay. All right. You know. So, you managed, did you come away from Fallen Kingdom feeling conflicted at all, or did you just manage to enjoy it the first time through? I enjoyed the first time through. You didn't think that it was clunky or dumb, or a lot of people uh, didn't appreciate it or didn't like it at all. Yeah, a lot of, like um, I went with I think yeah I went with my um, sister-in-law's uh, husband, and he yeah he didn't like it as much as um, the first one. Yeah, well, and then that's with fair. But great, your sister-in-law's husband didn't like it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I can really relate with that guy. All right, what number yeah. are we on? Seven. No, wait, that was six. six. Yeah, six. Okay, so six. what's coming in at number six? Six. Upgrade. Upgrade. upgrade Freaking upgrade. upgrade was righteous. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Upgrade, upgrade was, was so good. Surprising good time. Yeah. I think uh, I wish I was even more in the dark because Patrick told me a couple of things. He didn't tell me anything about what the movie was about or anything, but he's like, man, it's really, really cool. Similar. It's like a David Cronenberg thing. You need to go see it. And then I finally got around to it and was shocked that I was like, 
I think I was even then thinking, oh, this will be neat for a little indie kind of weird sci-fi yeah. horror movie. And it turned out to be a rip-roaring good time upgrade. Yep. So I'm with you. Then what do you got? I have a five Deadpool 2. Deadpool mm-hmm. 2. two yeah. Do you like uh, Deadpool 2 more or less than the original? I feel I like it more. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, extended unrated cut, the, the Blu-ray version? No, nah, I don't do all that. I watch a movie once. That's all you're going to get out of me. <laughs> okay, dang. <laughs> dang. And then they go on the list. Unless, unless it's Rocky Four, then you just have to unless it's, Rocky. it's every day. <laughs> yeah. All right. And speaking of four, coming in at number four. Ant-Man versus I mean, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good enough. <laughs> Black Panther. But you don't know what it's called. You can't remember the name of it. Ant-Man, that was better than Black Panther. I mean, I liked it more than Black Panther. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, a lot of people, I don't know, was this your experience? A lot of people kind of walked away going, it was cool. And that was about that for Ant-Man and Wasp. I think I enjoyed it more than the average Joe. Wait, Ivory, you loved the first one though, right? Yes, I did. I remember him saying that was the best Marvel movie at the time when it came out. Wow, it oh, that's true. That's true. Why? Because you mm-hmm. like, do you just got a thing for Paul Rudd or what? No, I think the first one I went and saw, like, I honestly was just expecting it to be cheesy. I, don't, I didn't know anything about it, but I didn't think it was going to be that great. But it was good. I laughed. It was a good time. Same with the second. Okay. All right. Number three. Number three, uh, Quiet Place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Quiet Place, yeah. It's hard to argue with A Quiet Place. We did a whole episode on it. I'm sure we have some observations that are better than yours. But right. what about his sister-in-law's right. brothers? <laughs> yeah. Can you get your sister-in-law's brother? <laughs> did you go into A Quiet Place thinking that it was going to be awesome, or were you just shocked that it was as good as it was? Um, I heard that. I heard from other people that it was really good. So, all right, number no. freaking two. We're at the top of the list. Two is sorry, I lost my list. Great. Oh, if Bill Street, if Bill Street could talk. Okay. All right. Now I saw. Have y'all seen that? I haven't no, seen it. It's only playing like one uh, or two years. And it's oh no, it's just a beautiful movie. I can't remember the. I didn't see the other movie that this guy did. What's his name? I don't Moonlight? know, man. Is this director of yeah. Moonlight? Oh, yeah. it's Barry Jenkins? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't never see Moonlight, but... That's fine. Uh, Mandy was saying that the visual of it is kind of the same okay. to Moonlight, but the I thought the story was real cool. Um, it was from a book by... Here we go. What's his name? Hold up now. Tanahisi Coates, is it that? No. I'm gonna I'm I'm fact checking it before you can text your brother sister in law. <laughs> <laughs> uh James Baldwin. A novel oh, yeah. by James Baldwin. James Baldwin. That's what it was. Well. Yes. But it was good. Okay. Oh, I was just reading an article about how you, you should definitely check it out. Because he's the reason he's a director. So I, I did see if Bill Street could talk on a lot of top ten lists. So you've lended some credibility to our episode by including it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then finally, 
the number, number one. This is the Austin Correspondence number one movie of 2018. What's it going to be? Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Infinity right. War. Holy Dang. crap. So, <laughs> Black Panther gets some shine. Ant-Man's exponentially better, yeah. but you can't compete Avengers with Infinity War. Well, Black no. Panther was in Infinity Yeah. Right. That's, That's true. true. Wakanda features heavily. Yep. True story. Hey, man. That's that's, That's a, a good surprisingly list, yeah. solid list. What do you think? I was going to have a bad list? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe it'd be like movies from last year and stuff. <laughs> Creed 1. <laughs> Cartoon. Rocky 4. <laughs> all right, now, but I was, I was thinking about all the movies that I've seen this year. And so I was like making a list. And then that stupid, what's the movie, Josh, you and I was talking about a while back, the reform. First, first reform. Oh my! I, I, when I wrote that down, I just thought about that movie again. How did you, did you like it? You like? Oh, no, yeah. I did not. No, yeah, I did not like. <laughs> Wait it. till you hear the rest of this episode. I'm sure it's going to show up on some of these lists. It's on, I, I like. It to should not be on anybody's list. <laughs> oh yeah, it's going to be on some lists. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got Slender Man on their list? Stop. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's about all we need from our Austin awesome Twins. <laughs> all right, so that guy had some stuff to say. Yes. Uh, Who cares? Now we're getting to the important stuff, which is our top three. Our top, top three. Not that Joker's. Not that guy's top three. So, Patrick, without further ado, what was your third favorite film of 2018? For me, it was a quiet place. Wow, I loved a quiet place. Yep. When we all we all saw it together, and we were afterwards, we were just laughing and saying how fun that was. Yeah. Like, that was the most fun we've had in a long time in the theater because it was just so fun to watch, and it was just really good. I mean, <laughs> it was just a to good the hype. movie. What yeah. else can you say? I wasn't on the podcast when you guys did it, so I just have to say my piece mm. now. It was just you really weren't. Good. Oh, and John Krasinski as a director was. He started some serious directing chops. Yeah, yeah man, yeah, he, he got he gets a lot of shine. And I say whatever he does next, I want to see. Yeah, yep. yeah, Emily which is uh, Jack Ryan place too. On the Probably, yeah. Emily Blunt is always solid, if not amazing, to me. She's yep. great. Yeah, not I love horror Poppins. movies, and this was just a really great one. Yep. Abby at number three. It was also a quiet place. There we Whoa. go. Loving a quiet place. Matt, yeah. a quiet place? Nah, I've already said a quiet place. Uh, yeah. uh, for number three, I have first reformed. First for mm. freaking reformed. That blew it blew me away. I had no idea. I was like, "Oh, it looks cool," and like I just seen the thumbnail of Ethan Hawke in like the priest collar. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll watch that" because it's by A twenty four. So I assumed it would be good. A twenty four, and it snuck up on me. I was just so so pleasantly surprised. Yeah, agreed. I liked First Reformed a lot too, uh, but I, I had I had a problem with it. What is that? What is that uh, rule in in film when you show a gun? Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun, then you better use the gun later. Yeah, if you yeah. show it in the first act, you have to have it that go off by the end of the third that act. That definitely applies to this one, but then they, then they took it away. Yeah, they. Yeah, there was a bait and switch with the Chekhov's gun. They baited us and they switched us. But you also like the unexpected, don't you? I, I have, do. I have and I appreciate to say about it Chekhov's that. gun later on. If if they hadn't, it would have been lower on my list. Oh, so you appreciate it? I appreciated it. Yeah. But Wait, is it I your number three? In the moment, I was frustrated with it and annoyed, but then later I was like, yeah, all right. 
But then I heard a great theory about it um, from somebody that I really want to go rewatch the film now. But wait, what's uh, your number I can't, three? I can't get into the theory now. Oh, I have the Blu-ray if you want to borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your number three? It's free to stream on uh, Amazon Prime. That's true. Yeah, that's where I watched it. Because I've got Prime now. Hey, right, good job. what's your number three? My number three is Skate Kitchen. Whoa, that's, that's so high! I, I think that I'm biased on this high, one because yeah. you skateboarded in Manhattan with a bunch of girls <coughs> when you were a teenager. Bunch of girls. There was something about Skate Kitchen and mid '90s that was super relatable and sentimental to me. Sure, that whole culture was something that I, I came up in, so I really enjoyed it. And after the movie end, I said that was a, a heap of skateboarding, maybe too much skateboarding. There was a grip. In There's there. like too much skateboarding in Skate Kitchen, but I loved all of it. I thought it was all great, even the skate. Boarding montages lent well to yep. the the plot line and the story arc. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and all yeah, those people yeah, in it is. are actual skaters. So, so let me ask you a question about like Skate Kitchen. Let me ask you a question about Skate Kitchen as someone who hasn't seen it but did see mid nineties. What makes you prefer Skate Kitchen to mid nineties? Earlier in the episode you said that they were in many ways the same movie. They're in many ways the same movie. It's a coming of age story about someone trying to find his or herself yeah. in, in a group of friends finding camaraderie. Uh, but I feel like Skate Kitchen does it better. It feels more authentic. It feels less like it's not it's not nostalgic by any means. Uh, it's, it feels a lot more real. Uh, I think set, there's a better character time. arc for the protagonist in Skate Kitchen than there is in mid 90s. Well, there's not really anything that happens in mid 90s. No, there's some. No, he has he has a solid arc. arc. I liked mid '90s when we finished watching it. Abby said that it was she compared it, or she compared the way that we were critiquing Lady Bird to the way she felt. That's negatively exactly what Aaron said as well when we finished watching mid '90s. And I said it's not really an unfair comparison. They're both non-narrative in the traditional sense. They're right. both like vignettes and yeah. coming of age and all that. Aaron so gave it zero out of five, which that's is what that's I too low. is what I would give Lady Bird. That's rough. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> fair. Uh, yeah, Skate Kitchen does does all that a lot better, but it, it's yeah. also one of those it's also one of those female empowerment films that's like actually successful. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Where they made a film about these girl skateboarders, and it's just about them doing their thing, and it's like it's gen. It feels authentically empowering, right. not like intentionally trying to go. Yeah, like a try hard thing. Like I wished my daughter was older so she could watch it. Like it's wildly yeah. inappropriate for my nine-year-old yeah. daughter. But I was like, man, I wish Olivia could see this movie and see women, like young women, portrayed like this in film as being amazing for who they are and what they can do. Right. But there's talk about yeah, there's really strong, really adult things in there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a really strong, powerful female empowerment film. It's really good. Skate yeah. Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, she hit a kickflip. What number are on? Three? Yes. And those girls were three. pretty good skaters. There are yeah. some things that they did that I couldn't. And then other things I'm like, come on, you can do you can do better than that. Oh, Surely. Shoot. Surely. So they're not so empowered. No. Because <laughs> no, you can outskate them. Maybe Girl you should skaters, go manskate yeah. and show them how to do <laughs> it. Manskate them. <laughs> manskate them. <laughs> <laughs> go, ma- go manskate in Manhattan with them and show them what's up. My third favorite film of 2018 was Avengers Infinity War. Part of me, honestly, was like, man, I want to put Infinity War all up on a high on my list. I'm putting a freaking Marvel blockbuster. It's so predictable. I want to have the cool list. But I can't deny that I loved Infinity War. Seen it several times. And honestly, it's really entertaining every time you watch it. And if you like those movies, 
everything that you like about them is there and amplified. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty great. So I loved Infinity War, third favorite of the year. Mm-hmm. Patrick, what was your second favorite movie of 2018? My second favorite movie was Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Super scary. My friend left me in the theater because <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Left you in the dark with the scary yeah. movie. Then for some reason I made it scarier. Right. Like, people can't handle it around me. <laughs> uh, Society's crumbling. Yeah. But we talked about it a lot. But it was great. Love Hereditary. Yep. Really got me. And now someone who didn't love Hereditary, Abby, what yeah. was your second favorite film of the year? My second favorite film was Roma. Hey, Roma. to save time. <laughs> so was mine. Nice. Yeah. Roma connection. So I only saw it last night. So I haven't even I watched had it that today. Much. Really? Yeah. Nice. And I just have a feeling it's going to be extra sticky. It was, I thought it was <laughs> She's so doing good. a gesture of yeah. excellence when she right. says. It's <laughs> like a chef's kiss <laughs> of stickiness. Yeah. I oh, honestly I was not it. excited at all to see it. I don't think it was. I, and I saw the trailer. Yeah, you got on social media right after and trashed black and white movies, trashed foreign movies. Yep, I don't like those. So this one really cut through all the it noise for you. Yeah, she, she. You gotta I mean, open your mind. She says to me, she says, that new movie by the Children of Men guy looks god awful. Yeah, that's it what did. she said when they were first. I born. never thought that. So it truly converted. It converted. The unbelievable. It's a great movie. It's a great it movie. Was, Alfonso Cuarón is a, a master director. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's and why I the third Harry Potter is so good. So autobiographical. Yeah. If you read more about it, it's like. Right, it's about this. Yeah, that, that makes it even more powerful. Yeah. He like didn't even let any other people like give him input on anything. It was like the same house he grew up in, all that. Mm-hmm. Like but you know what's crazy. great about Roma is that uh, you don't need any of that stuff to enjoy the, the movie and be affected by it. No, not at all. Because. I kind of was hearing a little bit out of the periphery, certainly at the Golden Globes and in the, all the hype surrounding Roma, that it was autobiographical and he'd gone to great lengths to represent some of these memories and, you know, that it was like a passion project. He's the director, cinematographer, editor, and writer, writer producer on the film. You could tell there was love in the way yeah. he made it. Yeah, and know? you're like, man, that's really remarkable and everything. But I part of me was thinking like, is... But, but what's good? the movie? Is the movie good? It's like, it, yes, it took 12 years to make Boyhood, but is the movie good? And it is. When you yeah. watch Roma, you're just like, honestly, if you if you knew nothing, if you just knew, it was like, fake. it's just a film that mm-hmm. some guy made, you'd be like, this is a really emotionally impacting, powerfully, yeah. visually communicative piece of filmmaking. Honestly, the worst thing going against Roma was how insanely uh, immaculate each frame of the shot of the film was shot in how no how if, if keep going how well framed every shot every was. shot was and how well framed every scene was because i was so distracted by how smooth that camera would pan through every scene and follow in these long continuous shots that i'm thinking he's still going he's still going <laughs> and i'm not even paying attention to the story yeah. anymore because the camera is inside it's the car it's outside the car how it's they floating do that down. <laughs> yeah because i gotta watch the bird this carrying it now <laughs> what are they doing <laughs> i gotta watch this two they or three times just chicken. so i can try and figure out the camera movements hey, and then enjoy the story was that krampus at that christmas party <laughs> yes was yeah. it what was that it was the boogeyman why was he there i will say i, I think it would be better not in black and white and it was like a very personal reason why he wanted it in black and white. But Yeah. Well, I actually said at the beginning, too, that I almost um, regr- 
I almost mourned that it was in black and white too because of how colorful Mexico is. Yeah, how colorful everything surely must have been. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. Honestly, I know that that's like a crime against cinephilia to be like, tell this guy he can't make his movie in black and white. But I don't have any romanticized thing for black and white, and it seems strange to me. It's like. What a vivid world you can tell must be on screen. Yeah, yeah and this guy's track record with showing us colors and the, his even when he depicts like a drab dead world, it's children of men, children suck men, the color out like, of it. It's so vivid and like beautiful to behold. Yeah. But it it wasn't a point against it. I'm just was, it was just interesting. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah, Roma. We all we're all fantastic. With Matt, freaking number two. Number two, Spider Man into the. Sp- Spider-Verse. It's really high. The wall yeah. climber climbed way up high. Swung way up there. Yep, yeah. I saw it Spidey last suit. week mm-hmm. on my birthday. I went in the afternoon. It was me and like three other people who could go to the movies at 1.30 on a Tuesday. And I had one of the best times I have had in a movie theater in countless years. I just It made me feel like a little kid again. It was amazing. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's just so pure fun and... Just everything I loved about Spider-Man comics growing up. That guy from Jurassic World sure was a great Peter Parker. Heck <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, he really was. Tyler, what do you have at number two? He already said. So it was Roma. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You forgive me. You did. What's I'm your number two? Alfonso Curon, man. He's just the best. My second favorite of the year was First Reformed. I, uh, I th- like Matt, I had almost the exact same experience. I was like, I saw a part of a trailer and was like, oh, A24, the pull quotes looked enticing. Yep. It's like, ooh, sinister sounding. I'm I'm excited to see this. But then uh, when you start First Reformed and it opens on the shot of the actual yep. church in a strange aspect ratio and it's like this really Tiny slow. Tiny cross. Yeah, and it's like pulling in so slow and you're like, oh, the mood is already so different than I expected. And it was such, a prof- to me, a really profound movie. Like so thoughtful, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like contemplative and like, yeah. It's, and it's profound enough to change your worldview. It yeah. really is, so. and the way yeah. that it is wrestling with such complex existential things, in a way that's not trite or even yeah. like movie like. You're like keep waiting for them to make it shallower or mm-hmm. poke fun at like spirituality or something like that, and they don't. It, like it leaves so much room. To think through comp, and then it like when you think you know where it's going, it goes a different way, and you're mm-hmm. uh, like, yeah. yeah, I can't say enough good things. Really, really loved first reform, second favorite, but now we're at the Here final stretch. Patrick, yeah. what was your absolute favorite movie of 2018 as you sit this evening? Yeah, yeah, my favorite was Avengers, and let me say this. I know that, you know... Marvel guy comes to the Marvel, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Here it is. People will hate on that because that's on the list. And I don't care because I love that movie. And here's the thing with me and Avengers, if I may. Please Uh, do. You don't have to defend it. We know you like Avengers. I'm not defending it. We all love it. I'm what I love about Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, It's a little expected, though. I don't (laughs) know. Yeah, I mean... Come on, man. It's low-hanging fruit. (laughs) They've been making these movies for a long time. And my Ten years. Uh, my great memories, everything, every movie that comes to the theater, me and my friends go see these like opening weekend. And then this one comes out like the 21st movie or whatever. And it like culminates perfectly. Like yeah. all those lead up to even the, from the very first one leads up into it somehow. And there's like 50 characters in it and they're all in it. And it's great. And it works. I just can't believe it happened. I can't believe it worked. I can't believe it was going this long. And then afterwards we're like, I want to see the next one right this second. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. right away. There's a lot of, you know, we we're just talking about how much love is in Roma on every frame. Of Roma. But the, honestly, there's so much love infused into like a good Marvel movie because it's like now part of the cultural zeitgeist to go see Marvel movies for with sure. friends and have fun. Mm-hmm. There's cert- yes, certainly a great affection for these characters to see them fulfill their destinies and all work together and collaborate. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Loved it. Now, Abby, what was your favorite movie of 2018? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which of the 29 that you saw you haven't mentioned yet. Uh, mine is A Star is Born. Wow. Um, I guess I could have seen that coming. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, man, you don't even know your wife at all. I actually didn't even Who are you? want to see it. It's true. She didn't. And I when I came back from lame. it, she's like, I was like, it was really good. She's like, I don't know. I couldn't imagine it being good, honestly. Maybe that's why I loved it. I don't know. <laughs> Low expectations. Yeah. I thought that the actors did phenomenal. I really loved the singing. It's like incredibly moving to me. I don't know. I liked it a lot. This is a good story. Good Good solid piece of movie. I'm impressed with Bradley Cooper. He was super impressive. In fact, I'm a little bummed he didn't win over Christian Bale. Yeah, he definitely showed up. He he showed up and did a thing. He was working. And he directed it, which I think is crazy to do that that's well. what i mean acting it's and directing i mean all of all of the work he did on yeah. for that film i'm impressed with all of it yeah it'd be easy to say like yeah we, they've made this movie freaking five times now or whatever it's like that guy clearly had a vision for the way he wanted to do this movie regardless of how much symmetry there is between its predecessors and it's evident it feels like a director's movie you mm-hmm. know what i mean it feels yeah. like oh that guy has a story he wanted to tell yeah and to me it wasn't in the trailer at least i thought it was just like Oh, rom, not rom-com, like drama, dramedy, whatever. But to me, it was like really dark for that kind of movie. It's it's pretty darker than I expected it to be. But if if they win any Grammys for that and he goes up on stage and (laughs) and I'm not, it's just too meta, you know, I can't. It's a little meta. I'm out at that point. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Matt. What did you love most in 2018? My number one movie of the year was a movie called Blind Spotting. Really? Yeah, man. Blind Spotting. Did you see it? That was one that I tried hard to go see. It just couldn't make it. Oh happen. my gosh. It is So, it's one of the best uses of Chekhov's gun that Ooh. I've ever seen ever in forever. And I thought that Josh it was, is over here googling blind spot. It was a really hard movie to watch, but also is, is it very culturally relevant. It's very culturally relevant, and the use of like the sound design was amazing. They used diegetic switches so cleverly. They used comedy appropriately to deal with really dark and harrowing um, subject matter, and it was just it was brilliant, just really brilliant. Um, I would comfortably say like almost a perfect movie like i can't think of any areas like there were no slow parts there were no extraneous pieces of dialogue it was very clean and um yeah just like the there was a couple of different protagonists and their arcs were amazing and finished out really really well it was just really good yeah it's one of those trailers i i watched and i went it could be something great yeah, it was. But I wasn't convinced enough by it to, to make it happen. Yeah, I didn't. I just had seen it on a couple of people's top 10 of the year list and recognized the guy, David 
David Dees, I think his name is. He was he played Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that guy's cool. Diggs. <laughs> Diggs, David Diggs, sorry. Like I was like, Oh yeah, I'd heard like and heard heard some of his music and yeah, it just was amazing. Really, really good. I wow. saw a uh I saw it in a bunch of top ten lists and didn't recognize it because I hadn't heard or seen anything about it prior to seeing it in top ten lists. And I started to read like a little synopsis of one of them that was like a love letter to Oakland. And I was like, oh, I've already lost interest in whatever. Yeah, this that's is. a really wanky way of talking about it. Because it isn't that. It's it's more of a well, harrowing like eulogy for Oakland. Okay. Yeah, okay. eulogy. That's a lot of Oakland in one year. Is it Black Panther based out of Oakland too? It it does feature scenes. I mean, it's based out of Wakanda, yeah. which is a made up country in Africa. <laughs> no, it has Oakland. In yeah, it, it does. It, op- it opens in Oakland, yeah. yeah. Tyler, number one movie uh, of the year. My number one was actually a tough choice. I stared at this list for a long time, and then I came back to the one that I saw twice in theaters, and both times it ended, I was just so happy. The My Little Pony movie? <laughs> <laughs> this is my chance to confess to you all that I am a brony. <laughs> we know. We've known for a um, long time. You're wearing the shirts every yeah. time we hang out. <laughs> for those of you not here, I have a giant pink horse head on. Oh, I thought I was going to say something else. Got that too. What do you got? What is it? Uh, um, no, he deflated my. my nah, man, out, I man. just made it better. He wants uh, to keep going. Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> You're super happy. Uh, no, it's the one that it, both times I saw it in theaters. Both times it ended. I was just so. I know what you're gonna say now. And happy, and just because I pay attention to you on the podcast. Yeah. I know what you're gonna say. A quiet place. A quiet place. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You love that ending. I love, love that ending. Because that ending is so rad. She's yeah. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's one of the. You know how they talk about like the first line in a novel is the most important, and the last line is the second most important. I think that's probably true of the first and last shot in a movie as well, and that's one of the best last shots in a movie yeah. I can think of. Yeah, the movie is so thoughtful, so creative. John Krasinski showed up, and he he created something really yeah, good. I agree. Yeah. And I have I have very little. I can't even. Maybe I had him in the podcast, but now as I praise it, I can't think of any criticism. Yeah, uh, the monsters looked so cool, and they were eating kids, man. Yeah, they chomped them. There right were away. no freaking rules. Yeah, you know the the second time I watched it at home, the scene uh, where Emily Blunt uh, in down in the flooded basement is confessing that she has uh, been obsessed with the fact that she wasn't carrying anything. Yes. But still still made me have yeah. tears yeah. in my eyes. Yeah, I cried the second time I watched it at it's that intense. point as well. Yeah. You're like, it's man, so they're good. really going all out for this yeah. freaking monster movie. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the movie of the year for me that the the ride yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. And it stuck with me and I've and I just gotta show John Krasinski some shine, some respect. Some shine. Yeah. There's he a deserves lot of shine it. in this great. episode. Keep shining. Oh, I'm going to go support whatever he does next. That's mm-hmm. good. Yep. Uh, my favorite film of 2018 was Hereditary. Uh, for similar reasons that we've all already said, I was I was scared and um, I thought that... I was scared like we all, like most of us said. Like Tyler, I was honestly just uh, felt a deep admiration for the filmmaking. It's just... I think even if, you know, like this really divisive around whether or not hereditary is horrifying, some people say, no, it's not scary at all. And other people are like, oh, God, I was (laughs) thought someone was sneaking up on my car or whatever. All the time. But it's it's hard for me to take someone seriously if they think it's not a solid piece of 
filmmaking, like a really well-written, well-directed film. And certainly the acting, to me, is like uh, through the roof good. Uh, but what was most striking about Hereditary to me was not how scared I was, not how cool a movie it was, but I felt like uh, affected on like a deep soul level, mm -hmm. like unpleasant. It was scary. It was like a, a harrowing thing to have to watch, to sit through yeah. for two hours. Yeah. It um, gave me like a, a long lasting sense of disquiet and unsettlement. Yeah. Ooh. In fact, you know, the, there's a ton of talk about, uh, specific moments in hereditary that are particularly horrifying and they are one in particular is, is terribly horrifying the, but there's one scene in it that is just by far the biggest moment of the movie yeah and it's got a lot of press it's been talked about a ton but it's it, to me this is the best way to understand and describe hereditary what immediately follows that scene is a simple shot where a camera is panning down a room from the top floor to the bottom floor as yeah. you see tony collette's character um, collapsed on the floor, screaming in agony of you know, of grief yeah. as her husband is trying to comfort her. Yeah, that was more upsetting. Yeah. than this horrible That's thing the shot you've that just Bruce seen. and I were talking about. Yeah, uh, without and spoiling part it. of your like soul feels spoiled, twisted <laughs> yeah. up. That's and what Mike couldn't handle. He saw he saw that coming. The build up to that yeah. scene coming. It was the anticipation of, of that yeah. that yeah. made him leave. The yeah. Parent. And that's yeah. what I, you know, some people are like, I, I didn't think it was that scary because I like that Netflix show better. And I'm like, well, if what you went in to see was the exorcism of Emily Rose, of course you're going to be disappointed. Sure. But it's like, that's what's horrifying. Not necessarily right. that it's got freak out stuff in it. It's, yeah. it's I, horrifying in what it implies. I respect Hereditary a lot more for what it shows to be and not a, a standard horror film. Yeah. So there it is. There, there it is. are our top ten all right. uh, list of movies. Hey, Quiet Place. Quiet Place. We all agree. Riddle me this. What are you most excited about coming out in 2019, Patrick? Well, my, my favorite movie was Avengers, so I guess the next Avengers would be Oh, yeah, all right. Avengers. Hey, don't, don't spoil it. <laughs> Some people don't know. I want to say I went a really long time without knowing the title. Yeah, I, I did until Josh it. spoiled it for me in a thread. Well, the title is hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twofold spoil. It's yeah. it was a team effort spoiling it for Matt. I don't remember. Was it you that did it? It was, it was Tyler that said this character says uh, the word, and I went. Well, he said specifically when it happens. Yeah, so but I knew you, exactly what it was. I you think I, I remember <laughs> the dialogue of movies? And let me yeah. tell you, my sieve-like brain does not. And mm. so I didn't remember it. And then Josh quoted the speech in the thread. I knew exactly. I was exact, like, oh, I was like oh. And then what my thought was, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's yeah, in game. Cool. It's the name of the movie. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of spoilers. It's, it's going to be on spoiler. the poster. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, and, and Doctor Strange says that in right. Infinity War. Yeah, and our own Mike Simpson is really mad about it. He thinks that's a lame name. But I, I think, think it's, it's really cool. And I think they'll probably use Taylor Swift in the trailer. Oh, I hope not. She has a song called Endgame. Wow. Oh. I wish it was her endgame. <laughs> oh. <laughs> of, of her career, not her life, <laughs> just to be clear. Are there any I movies, don't want her to die. Are there any movies you're looking forward to, Abby? Um, I didn't look, but Godzilla looks pretty cool. Uh -huh. King of the Monsters. Yeah, I'll go say that's my obvious choice. I didn't even have to give it any thought. You I've got like a countdown for going for freaking sure. King of Monsters. Yeah. I did see the teaser trailer for Avengers, though. It does look pretty cool. Didn't you see the teaser for Godzilla as well? I saw everything. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> saw everything. Dang. Whole thing. She's, she's seen the movie. Yep. Dang. I'm excited. I hope what it's about good. you, Tyler? What's your... I'm excited for the Tarantino. 
Yeah, what's, what's that Hollywood one. What's oh, the Manson family yeah, that looks yeah. Cool. Is that actually going to come out in 2019? I mean, yeah. it looks, yeah, it has like yeah, a, it has release a date, summer release date. Looks wow, cool. It'll be, It'll be on our blog, on our top 10 list. There's also a Scorsese movie coming out that should be cool. What's that called? The Irishman. Ooh, neato. It's about the dude who claims he killed Hoffa. Ooh, cool. <laughs> You're really getting that excited. Oh, yeah, huh? I like that. What's the last Scorsese one? Silence? Uh, yeah, we saw Silence together. Yeah, that was yeah. Like, oh. you saw Silence in a theater where you could hear the highway, and it made Tyler so mad. <laughs> it's yeah. a legendary story here at You Hate Moods. Yeah. Matt, what you didn't say a movie? Oh, um, I am most excited for the Pet Cemetery remake because I think Pet Cemetery is Stephen King's scariest book. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I will say that having not read the novel, I thought that the Pet Cemetery, the original Pet Cemetery movie was one of the scarier Stephen King adaptations and super cool. Like I, when yeah, I finally is. saw it, yeah. I was like, dang, Pet Cemetery rules. It's rad. So I thought that seems like an obvious choice yeah. to update with better effects. I think that especially as the parents of young children, yeah, Pet Cemetery would mess you up if you read it. Get ready I, for that episode. I don't, watch the, <laughs> yeah. I don't watch the trailer. It plays during a lot of movies uh, as of late. But it's so loud yeah. that you can hear like screaming and violin screeching when you're trying to plug your ears. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying something real hard with that trailer that I hope they kind of shift away from for the movie. That's making me a little nervous. Uh oh. Well, it sounds like uh, the if we had to agree on you hate movies movie of the year, it would probably be a quiet place. It sounds like it. I think that was probably the high, the highest on the most of our lists. Yeah. yeah. There were a few common threads. First Reform was represented on a lot of lists. Uh, Thoroughbred showed up on everyone's list. Except I've got for criticism. I've got criticism for, for First Reformed and Thoroughbreds. Oh, you got criticism for everything. Well, just because it has criticism doesn't mean it's not one of the best movies of the year. I got I got no criticism for A Quiet Place. Okay, I do. The monster doesn't look as co- very cool. Uh, we did it. We did this on the episode. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. 2018. Shut it down. Put it in a box. Yeah. Wrap it a in one. a bow. Good year. <laughs> Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. You know what this means. Now that this episode has concluded, it's time to move to youhatemovies.com where you will leave your top ten list as a comment on this episode. Agree or disagree with some of the things we've said. Fight one another and us hostile fervor and let us know where we went wrong or right youhatemovies.com also follow us on social media where you can do the same types of things in fact where is a better place for hostile argument than social media twitter instagram and facebook all at youhatemovies movies.